0: What is up everyone? Welcome to the Game Junction Podcast. We are here for episode seventy-one with quite a bit of news this week. How's it going, everyone?
1: Good, good, good. I'm good, man. I'm fantastic this week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What a lot going on, a lot happening in the gaming world. Pretty uh pretty crazy. I I couldn't couldn't even keep up with it. So when I saw something, I tried to add it right into the, the notes, but there was you know, more stuff that happened today and it just does not stop. And it's like, uh, I was considering, you know, I threw some other stuff in there for a couple like movie things that hit some other pop culture stuff for now. And dude, there's just, there's too much gaming news that like, you know what I mean? Like I threw some stuff in there and I'm like, ah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so it's
2: been a big week, it's been a really big week. Yeah. Really. We big. always say like, oh, maybe it's going to slow down. Maybe this week's going to be more like nope. Never. So always <laughs> some craziness happening. It's going to ramp up. I mean, I can't we're complaining, but it's it's good. No, it's for us, it's good to have these conversations yeah. cuz there's going to be weeks where we're going to be like, uh yeah, What are we going to talk about, guys?
0: <laughs> well, that's, that's what I was looking at and I'm like, yeah, let's dive in the I guess some some of the uh the smaller news first and we'll We'll save some of the bigger stuff for last. So yeah, actually, you know, it's perfect. Go ahead and bring up about the uh, skull and bones stuff because that's like today news I saw. <laughs> it yeah, made... So
2: essentially, yeah, it's the CEOs. So everybody started switching to this $70 price tag and, you know, they're trying to give us the reasoning why, you know, and in a sense, it, make, it games are getting more expensive to develop and it's understandable and games used to, cost a lot more in comparison back in the day but at the same time you know this 60 price tag for a new game has been such a staple for like what i feel like two decades we had that price mm. tag right yeah and then all of a sudden they're like well we're raising it you know um and everybody you know was not happy about it and the ceo of ubisoft after skull and bones got delayed how many times four five times yeah a lot it's it's insane and so the beta didn't go too well um from what i'm read online i didn't play it myself but ubisoft ceo comes up and says um this is justified price tag because our game is a quadruple a game and i thought it was hilarious and he he's just getting a ton of backlash now because obviously the game doesn't look too great you know i'm sure it's fun but doesn't look like a seventy dollar quadruple a game um and it just tells you especially with the latest late comments that we had with you know ubisoft saying like get get used to not owning your games but pay us like seventy dollars for like yeah that's not gonna end well for you so just their yeah. their pr rate lately has been a mess what do you guys think about it yeah absolute mess Nothing. It's just everybody's so disappointed.
3: <laughs>
1: disappointed.
3: <laughs> I mean, everybody that's actually played the beta kind of that, said, has said said the same thing. It's been kind of like a, a disappointment, pretty much. Yeah. To,
2: you, you were expecting to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched. Um, go ahead, Lane.
1: I was going to say, well, this was meant to be, you know, technically Black Flag 2. This was meant to be all Black Flag into this. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this is what we've got.
2: And it's so sad because Black Flag gets so much love. Mm-hmm. It was such a, you know, such a great game. And then also there is another article that said that Ubisoft basically, and, and I didn't, I, I I couldn't find the article um, to put in the notes, but um, I read that basically they they said after how Assassin's Creed Mirage went which it didn't, you know, they said, we're going back to the roost. This is going to be, you know, we're going to put some love into our games again. And then it kind of failed. Um, It didn't really do well. And they said, oh, we're switching our, the way we do games, blah, 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 blah. And I'm so skeptical at this point with Ubisoft that I'm just like, I'm not even going to try to hype myself up for the games. I'm not going to, I'm obviously going to follow news and everything, but I'm not going to have this mentality that I used to before. It's like, oh my God, I'm super excited. Ubisoft's releasing a new game. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's just sad where they went, you know, and yep. so many companies that are in that same like range, like EA, Ubisoft, Activision, Blizzard, um, Bethesda, like they've all been st- like, I feel like they're on the downward spiral now and they don't know what to do. It's, it's sad. It sucks.
0: It does feel like that. Yeah. I mean, Ubisoft's been... Pretty subpar, I feel like, for a while, even with their outputtings. Like, for instance, they did the stupid tower system for like every game for a long time. Unlock the tower and you get more of the map, like for every game release. And it's like, uh, it was a cool concept at first. I know, like, with Far Cry 3, I think that my, my, that's a God tier game. It's in my top 10 of all time, of all time. But I think it's the first game to do it, right? It's the first game I remember doing it.
2: Well, no, you had Assassin's Creed from the first game. You had that, yeah. oh, that like that, climb onto a you know, climbing somewhere high up and doing it. But it was the first time that it was like a first person game. There was like a action RPG that did these like side things really well. Yeah. So, like the main story of Far Cry 3 was incredible. The pacing was good. You had these two villains that were incredible. But I feel like where it shined is like the actual gameplay at the time was super innovative. Like it was something different and that's why everybody liked it. And then they started copy pasting it for the next five games. And then they wonder like why nobody gives a shit. <laughs> like, you did the same thing for, for five games. It's, you know, consumers are going to catch up on it.
0: More than that. Cause there was something I played. What? Assassin's Creed which I I personally loved but most people hate. I I don't know what it was. For Some reason I got into Valhalla. Um but it had the same sort of system just done differently but it was the same thing. Unlock more of the map. Yeah, yeah. Um hmm. they they've just been doing it. I feel like it's been a copy-paste formula for kind of everything. It's I mean, look at Skull and Bones is supposed to be this, you know, massive game and it was announced so long ago. It's just like a big, you know, N- and nobody cares.
2: Nobody cares about the game. Yeah, the, the last I, I feel like the last delay that happened really killed the hype for a lot of people. Cause like he, you would think that they, some of the studios had a lot of trouble with you know COVID and you know work from home changed the dynamic mm. and like they they had all of these valid like reasons, right? But then at some point it's like how much are you going to you know drag it out and then after all that you're going to bring a subpar product, but...
3: Yeah. Well, after a while, you start getting all these delays, you start being like, this feels like there's a troubled development, and you're probably going to get a lackluster game.
1: 100%. Yeah. Well, it was meant to come out a year ago. It got delayed a year, didn't it? it was this time last year it was meant to come out, wasn't it? Feb or something?
0: Yeah. I, uh, I, it, there, there was a release date sometime last year, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So And then it got, I want to say... 2020 was the one before that, is that right? There might have been a 2021 date, too. I, But, I mean, the game was announced. God, I don't have it pulled up when, when it was announced exactly, but it was a while ago.
1: The funny thing is, I was saying to a mate the other day, like we saw the demo and all of this when we went to E3 in 2018. It was like, Skull and Bones is coming. And we're like, oh, this is really exciting. Five, six years later... <laughs>
3: Yeah, so I I did pull it up. It was announced back in 2017 with an original 2018 release date. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> Is that like what six years delayed at this point? That's crazy. Doesn't so that
2: well? So that that almost looks like they had a plan to release a game and they basically scrapped everything and started from scratch. That yeah. that's literally what it feels like. It's just it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is what it feels like. I agree. Uh, that's craziness.
1: And like as I was saying to you guys before, I'm like, this game will probably just push everyone to go straight back to Sea of Thieves.
3: Yeah, I mean yeah. Sea of Thieves is doing well.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: simplified version, but it gives you exactly what you want. You know, out of a yeah. pirate game, pretty much. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yep. Yeah, it's
0: gotten a lot of uh, a lot of improvements. Me and Mark, I mean, we played it. Um, around the time it came out, right? I want to say it was...
3: Yeah, i would have been a few years after. Oh, was it? Okay. I, I was When I first played it was like 2021, so it had been out for a few years. I played it when it first came out. There
0: just wasn't like, you know, a lot of content. But, you know, Krakens weren't there.
1: There is now. Yeah, There is now. I was actually... Uh, me and my mate did a um, binge sesh a couple of months ago. So, you know what? Let's go back into this world and see what it's like.
0: I love it. Yeah, it's it's fun. I was looking at a little discourse on here, and I see a lot of that, a lot of uh, going back to see if they And yeah, I mean, it's it's a bummer, but we'll uh, we'll move on from that. So on top of that, we got some pretty crazy numbers. Uh, World developers uh, reveal staggering four hundred seventy-eight thousand monthly server costs. What I mean, what is that? That's some. Crazy stuff. Now, of course, they're raking in wild money. I know they had another milestone that apparently I didn't put in here, but the the copies sold. Now we don't have Game Pass numbers sold are just insane. Yeah. So I mean, that's a that's a lot that's
3: a lot of server costs. I guess you have mm-hmm. to guess. Maybe they didn't plan for this many people, so it the original budget for the server costs kind of you know exploded. I don't know a whole lot about game development. Maybe the game wasn't properly optimized, but they're like, eh, based off the amount of people we're expecting to play, it's not going to be an issue, but the game blew up, and then now, you know, server costs. blew it. minute.
1: Neck minute. <laughs> you have the biggest Pokemon game right there.
2: Yeah.
1: After yeah. Pokemon Go. Yeah.
2: I said um, more power to them. Like, anything that starts getting these freaking lazy old school developers And that that comes back to the story of Ubisoft. Like, they're getting so complacent with with how they do things that there's going to be a small small smallish player that's going to come in, make a game in two years, and blow you out of the water, right? Like, Pokemon has
3: Go ahead. I was gonna say now some of these, a lot of these studios, you start small, you make a game that gets popular, and you kind of you know get bigger, and you you start making better games and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Yep, I agree with that you're Not willing to adapt, eventually the market's gonna spit you up and chew you out, and you're just gonna be irrelevant, or you just, you know, your studio's gonna get shut down.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, the biggest thing not only with the challenge of trying to accommodate with everyone in this thing, everyone who's playing the game right now, the studio will now have a even bigger hill when they eventually go to go make Power World 2. Yeah. Will we get
0: Power World 2 though? Because we're still in. Early act. I feel like it could be a, a Minecraft type deal where we just like never get a sequel. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's I'm still waiting to... for Minecraft too. Where, where where where's that?
3: Yeah, that's that's well, that's your uh that's Minecraft bedrock essentially. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I guess I'll just sell for the movie. Well, I just hope I it doesn't I'm take involved. them
2: uh two years to put in uh one new enemy type. That would be extremely <laughs> disappointing.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. I don't think we'll ever get a Minecraft too. <laughs> But it's just me personally. So, yeah, on top of that, we've also got, what else do we got? We got some pretty, pretty crazy stuff. So we got five Resident Evil games are in development right now. And that is uh, official news, including.
1: Four Four of them are remakes.
0: Code Veronica is for sure coming, a remake on that, 100%. That's been asked for for ages. I think that's the next one. Um, as far as remake goes before, I, I hope that five and six are among those because most of us say no, but I say, yes, give me the remake formula on them because they sucked. They were so bad. Like I would love to see, you know, the story was there, but the games were bad. So I would love to see like a new take on this Like like the final fantasy stuff where it's like a legitimate new take, you know? I mean, they're we'll it goes. part of the mainline game, so I think they deserve it, you know, as much as the
3: others. And uh, I don't I know. Guarantees you got five more years of of Resident Evil games kind of lined up already.
0: Hmm. Yeah,
3: all remakes.
2: But that's the thing. Like, how genuine is that development? Because they see a trend, right? They see okay, people are gonna buy it if we make it, and then the actual need to be to do it well, kind of the bar gets slower. And then if you guys yeah. catch my drift, like mm-hmm. it, there's no, they don't have to prove anything, right? They have a concept that fans love, but then you're kind of, I don't know. It's, it's such a slippery slope when it comes to remakes. And, you know, we talk about it all the time, but I just wish there, the, some of these big studios could like get a kick in the butt so they can like start making great games that are actually new. Mm-hmm. Just making stuff to get a paycheck. Yeah, yeah, I mean and that's it. That's all it is. It's it's
0: a business at the end of the day. So they they don't care. I mean,
2: of course. I mean, and and here's the thing. Like, if they had like you know the CD project probably did it well because what they did is they hired a group of developers to remake Witcher One, right? And that's a side project. That's not something that they take the the whole team and all the resources to do that, right? Um, and you know, if, if they do it well, like they're gonna kind of improve the game. Or whatever, because people have been asking about it, but it's not their main focus. Like their ma- their main focus is Cyberpunk 2 It's a uh, a new Witcher game, which is which which for, and like their actual studio is working on these big major projects that are gonna be new stories. And I-, I think that's how they should do it. Obviously, they're in a much better position because Witcher three Witcher three and Cyberpunk have been such huge successes that they probably have the funds to you know, do all these crazy projects, but still, I think it's a good approach to have. Um, but yeah, regarding Final Fantasy and Resident Evil, I think, I, I hope the fans are happy. I just hate seeing gamers be disappointed because they wait so long for, like, a new entry, and then you get a shitty remake,
1: you know? Mm. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto, Definitive Edition. Let's not talk about that.
0: Yeah. yeah, That's um, crazy. The, the the remake and remaster stuff is i think gotten a little out of hand. I think there's stuff that deserves it, but we're just getting so much of it. Like I've seen it for you know, like c level games, like let me think of what um I, I don't know, just like weird stuff like continually getting remasters games from the last generation. I think that's ridiculous. Like
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah,
0: we 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 don't need it. Uh, but that's just me personally on that, but I know we also got, um, I do want to kind of just quickly mention this because it was kind of big general news, but it also, I mean, it it does become sort of the, um, in the gaming space as well, but the Apple vision pro um, released and obviously that launched with a $3,500 price tag. It is being scalped on eBay, um, launched with over 800 apps and games. Uh, So, a lot came from, like, iOS that was optimized for it, essentially. Um, But, I mean, I think that (laughs) Apple fans are, you know, kind of rabid. um, So, I'm not surprised. But, like, if you go on eBay and look, which I did uh, specifically for this, they're they're selling for, like, you know, um, I think it was, like, 6,000 plus or something, which is just crazy to me that people were. baby. Yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of isn't crazy, but it, it is interesting to see um, sort of what people have thought on it and how it'll implement in the gaming and film everything space.
3: You know, as far I think it's got an, it's got the potential to to revolutionize how you approach VR gaming. Is kind of the way I looked at it. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's yeah. kind of, from what I understand, it's kind of like a clear glass with this, with a screen in the front. Like I haven't done a lot of research on it, but what I've seen, is yeah, like, this has the potential to kind of change how you approach VR, and maybe like, this is this is the first step in breaking VR into more mainstream than it, the niche that it is right now. I agree with that.
1: 100 percent
3: it's crazy that. What? Well, sorry, Mark. Good. No, this is, and hopefully you know you don't have a black screen. So you're not bumping into stuff anymore.
0: Well, that's one of the problems. I did put that in the notes is that people are like wearing it with, with their Teslas and um yeah, people are doing crazy things. So if you, if you just look up, I didn't go on TikTok and look at it on there. I looked at a compilation of people doing insane things with that. And just like activities you should not be doing essentially. And it's been all over like mainstream news. I saw it personally like pop up. Um, it what It's like a challenge, a TikTok challenge right now with the Apple Vision Pro. It was like a whole challenge. I watched a playlist. The craziest thing you can do while wearing the the Apple Vision. Um, rich people problems,
2: all
1: right. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I I get it.
2: Free advertising for a company that already like. Against their customers, basically. Yeah, it's hilarious.
1: Well, pretty much. I did see one. I did see one where a guy got pulled over from the cops because he was using it when he was Tesla. Yeah, that's. Like can't yeah. can't do it. Yeah, that's that was a big one. Big
3: one that I saw. I'm like, people are people are idiots, man. People are just
0: I mean,
1: stupid.
3: People still text and drive and stuff like that. So you know, people are gonna people are gonna be stupid.
0: Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. I mean, uh Mark, you you are right though. I I think it has the opportunity to sort of change the landscape in like a mainstream capacity. It's crazy that a company that is not even a gaming company is the one doing it the best, which is Meta, you know, Facebook. Like they're doing it better than anyone. Um, which is crazy to me. Like they're doing doing it better than the Steam one and obviously the PSVR two has been very lacking. Um
2: I mean, but also you gotta consider, you know when did the valve index come out
0: well, a long time ago years, at this point
2: right so maybe valve took all this time i think to, that's what i meant i'm sorry the valve
0: not the steam
3: that initial development cost but i mean valve is trying to make something that's also somewhat affordable that people people can buy or hmm. something like you know meta or, or apple they have a lot of investment these are really big companies they could put a lot of money at something that's very niche and so it mm-hmm. might be expensive now, but down the road that that going to get cheaper. It's already developed; it, the development's kind of already there, and it helps kind of push the the market. Oh yeah, for sure. Ways. And,
2: yeah, and and people don't understand one thing about tech in general. You know, it's like oh, it's thirty five hundred dollars for Division Pro or whatever, but that's early adopters, and it's always yeah. been like that, right? Like you have when to a product like that comes out, development cost one hundred percent, and um. You know, rich people are always going to adopt a new technology and like stupid shit that they do is they drive their Teslas, you know, because they don't care. They can they can afford to get a ticket for something stupid like that. They don't care. And that's always going to be like that. Always rich people are going to adopt it. And then eventually the little guy can afford it in like 10 years from now.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's
2: technology in a bubble.
3: Sure. Yeah. Every time, like all this, all this new tech and even in gaming is it's very expensive, but eventually, it kind of trickles down, and you can kind of uh, afford maybe not the top end, but you know, high end, good enough stuff to, to kind yeah. of get you going.
1: Yeah, let's go pick it up.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean that that's the truth with that. So I we'll see what what happens with it. Um, Looks like we lost Lee, uh, but w- you know we'll see what happens. I I think it's interesting to keep an eye on, but. In general, I don't think it's it's massive with, with gaming right now. Obviously, um, we'll probably get like you know a model two where it's improved, but uh, it is kind of. I I think one of the cool features is that at full screen gaming where it's like a ninety ninety screen pro, projection and and uh, they have those glasses for that now um, that are pretty cool. So I think it's interesting, but um, yeah. So besides that, what what we got next? Uh, you had a few things that you wanted to to mention through Kurgle. before oh, well, the
2: big one uh, do we don't do we want to talk about the big one or we don't want to talk about the big one yet i say we save well uh, oh, whatever yeah we yeah, can we'll go. there's there, there's a lot so i mean there's well let's let's go over you know the whole strategy with disney um they bought 1.5 billion dollar mm-hmm. stake in epic games um, and this is interesting because, you know, Epic has their two empires, basically Fortnite and Unreal Engine. And essentially the strategy behind what Disney is doing now is they want to make an expansive universe inside of Fortnite. And this is possible because of their, you know, the, the change that they made for their uh, creator, like the Fortnite creator or whatever. They, I can't remember the, the exact name, but you can basically make games with the Fortnite engine inside of Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're looking to, they're looking to essentially make, you know, to expand their franchise through, um, through Fortnite. And I think this is a really smart move because they're probably going to start feeling out and testing, um, game development. And they already did some of it, right? Like they already have some of their franchises and, and games being made, but, I feel like it's such a big move. Like that's not a, a small amount of money, and buying oh, yeah, out a right. stake in, in in such a huge massive. company that that has you know the most utilized the gaming development engine. Like that's pretty big. Um, and this includes Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, everything. So this
0: is yep. yeah, this is yeah, massive.
1: A, yeah, like a big theme it, is, park it looks like they're making. I saw that. Big- what did you it's say? Big, Sorry. See like a big multiple theme park they're making from the overall photo they showed at the end of the trailer. Mm. A whole new world they're making. A whole new world. I to
3: that. Is this like the start of the new Fortnite expanded universe?
1: Something like, well, yeah. Yeah, if you at the end of the trailer, it just showed like five or six different worlds brand new that gonna have like marvel pixar disneyland um all in it yeah it's gonna be interesting i, I mean i don't
0: yeah i don't know i think it's crazy like i've i've not been a. I uh i barely played fortnite if i'm being real with you but i have had the interest of going back and checking it out for a stream or something because it It looks like a pretty polished game now, like it could be fun uh it's not just you know little kids playing it now It's obviously big in that market, but uh, a lot of my friends that were not on board with it before you know are playing it now and enjoying it, and I'm like i oh, it might be worth like checking out and and who knows maybe I'll enjoy it, but I like the guitar hero inside of it and like all the crazy stuff like i'm I'm for sure grabbing that controller. To to play that because I think it's dope. I love Guitar Hero, so I think it's
1: cool. See, that means that means something. That uh, a remaster. Okay, one, two, and three. It's coming. We're getting controller. it
0: again. It's coming. Yeah? yeah, we got news about three four months ago on it. Talked about oh, it on here. Yeah, it's coming back. Uh, an investor meeting. They they mentioned um, you know the popularity of it a few years ago. I mean, I don't know how it'll do as far as like. The thing with guitar here was a lot of the the money came from selling the the guitars. Like you needed additional equipment to play the game, or you got like the massive full band bundle for like I forget how much it was when it was new, but it was like six hundred dollars.
3: Ninety nine, no, something
0: like that. It's, it's it, expensive. It was a lot, and it, and it goes for, for a lot now, complete in box, like around the same price or more. So I I don't know. Like if you want to play the whole the whole deal, like rock band, when it came out, it was just crazy expensive. But, um, I think a lot of these companies are basing a lot now on, you know, f- several years ago, we talked about this and like, I don't, yeah, who knows how well it would do people, you know, there might be the nostalgia to go back for it, but I think the nostalgia bubble, you know, pops during, during COVID and, and people got their fix of it then because I, I have a friend that opened, um, uh, Opened a game store just a few years before that, and he was selling out of those. He couldn't keep them in the store. Like, he was posting, like, looking for more. He was just selling them like crazy. And so, I don't know. It it could do well, but I I agree. I I would love to see it on modern platforms and, like, you know, play it on these new systems and stuff. So,
1: I think if they do a trilogy pack, like a full remaster from the ground up, I think they get a lot of hype into that. Not just not just um legends of rock, I mean when you do the first three, you get a bit of hype into that the the problem
0: with the remaster is the licensing for all the the music. I don't know that they could get yeah, they have to you know re, repave for all of it if they can even get yeah. it all again, so like you can remaster it, but' it'll, you know have entirely different music, and people like love one, two, or three based on the music, like there was' not you know a ton change, so.
3: Maybe like maybe it could be accomplished, but it would be expensive. So, yeah. but, I mean, it's not like that. That market's gone. They've just just gone to different games, different like subgenres of the. uh was it? Essentially, it's like a rhythm game. Yeah, yeah. So, I know I'm I'm terrible, but I definitely got got hooked on the uh Taiko Drum game, which is I don't. Know, it's a little bit simpler, but I'm I'm terrible at it. But I was a terrible Guitar Hero, so. So
0: was I. Hey, was fun, man. I, I finally got one of the physical drums for the Switch
3: and You tried to stream it. Did you try to stream it with that? I forget. Like at it, was, first. it was the problem is the drum itself is really loud. Yeah. So it's kinda kinda it hard, we we were thinking about it. did any of you ever see the South Park episode that dealt with Guitar Hero? Yeah Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh my I said,
1: god, I love that
3: song. To put it like not even plugged in. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, I love like, it. it. Was it when they broke one million? You are a fan.
0: I love it. Yeah, that that was a good episode. It's good stuff. So I think it could do well. But um, yeah. So what else do we got? We've got um. Oh yeah, big big stuff that I uh, I think it popped up yesterday with the Knuckle series that is launching soon. April twenty sixth mm-hmm. as a Paramount Plus yeah. exclusive, and it looks good. It looks polished, mm-hmm. and um, it looks pretty much like it has the production of the movies. And yeah, it looks really good. What do you guys I'm think? Like
1: Mega Mind.
0: I saw your thing.
1: I like Mega Mind. Looks like a John pile of shit.
0: <laughs> I watched the this. I watched the trailer for it. It doesn't look good.
1: But I also didn't like the other. Other one, there was a series too, right? For that,
4: There's
1: yeah, a an- did a new movie and a series. I'm yeah, surprised
2: I with Knuckles that it only has like six episodes, I believe. Right? It's like a limited series. Six, six yeah, like six yeah. yeah. I was kind of surprised by that because of how much success Sonic had in the last couple of years. I, um, I'm not. And I didn't know, it- really?
0: No, because I. I, I think the budget for it is at a movie level. So the six episodes I think is gonna fill out whatever story they want to tell there. Like I don't even know that this would get a season two. Like they might do a, a shadow well, series a limited... or
2: Yeah, I was gonna say because it's a limited series, uh, when they usually when they say a limited series, it's it's literally like one season or like a yeah. you know, a couple episodes mm-hmm. story. Which yeah. I was kind of disappointed by. Not not to say that I'm a I'm like this big huge Sonic fan, but you know, my son loves it. And, um, I, I I always played Sonic when I was a kid, so I would definitely watch it, but it'd be cool to have something, um, something that's on that level, but it kind of goes on a little further or longer, I guess. Um,
0: well, I think the one thing is we don't have an episode length or anything, so we don't know how long, I mean, like this could be, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, episodes yeah. and like that's six hours of story right there i feel like mm-hmm. you could be running into putting too much filler in there but i like i, I love sonic so i'm i'm on board <laughs> gotta get fast yeah. um okay. i'm on board i think it looks great though um all the images look really good poster looks good there's some hidden things i saw in the poster that i don't have pulled up and i did not put the poster in the notes i put some other images so i forget what it was but it looks really cool. Um, so I'm uh, I'm on board.
1: Yeah, for I'm sure. It looks, know, yeah, it looks- I'm curious to know like when you get to the end of the show, how much is going to lead into Sonic three? It's a good question.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's a good question. I was kinda wondering like what yeah, I was kinda wondering the same thing, what it's gonna fill out for the story and like Do if you guys it,
2: think they thought about it that far. Was oh, the cast because the cast for Sonic 3 just came up, no? Yes. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So I mean, this must person... have been in like production for what two, three years at least.
1: This was announced back in February 2022. In about okay. two years.
3: Like I mean it makes sense. It's probably I don't know if it's gonna I don't know, personally, I don't know if it would be a direct, like, you have to watch it into Sonic 3, but at the very least, it's going to have some kind of tie-in, if not, like, you know, some backstory, like, you understand a few things, you're just going to do some more more world-building or something like that, but I would assume it's going to have some amount of tie-in.
2: Yeah. No, it's, I'm sure they thought about it tying in, but. I'm wondering if that gave them enough time to think about that far ahead. But then again, maybe they planned Sonic Three all along, and they just wanted to get Knuckles as like a little push into the whole hype of the yeah. of the new series of movies. You They'll know, so they, everything yeah, I blew up. What oh, would you
1: say? I was just reading just here. Will uh, the series will include Easter eggs to set up the events and narrative to Sonic Three? Oh yeah, makes sense. I mean, it,
3: that kind of makes sense. This probably was all in the works. So something we wanted to do, but we have to make sure you know the first movie was going to take off, and the second movie there's enough popularity to, to yeah, you know, warrant sure. you know extra movies and like off series and stuff.
1: 100%. What I'm a little surprised by, oh, go ahead, Lee. I was going to say, an Easter egg could just be something as simple as, oh my god, something's coming.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like it that's really it. Small. We yeah, I mean, I so following the. The sort of projection of the games that they've covered, you know, obviously they're covering all uh, all the early games, there was a game. I don't know if you guys have played it. This is going a little, a little deeper on the Sonic level, but there's a game called Knuckles Chaotix and it's set um, right after Sonic. uh, I forget if it's in between two and three or if it's set after three, I, I think it's set after three. So I was a little surprised that this story is not going to cover that because I mean, based on the images, this has nothing. Um, Knuckles Chaotix is basically Sonic with a band of four characters, and, and you like the characters are on the screen the whole time. So you're playing that sort of banding game where you've got multiple characters you're controlling, but they're all on the screen. They you run through the levels the, the whole time. So that was a sort of um, like the difference with that game, it was on the sake of 32 X for the, the Genesis. So like the attachment. So it was, if you've looked at like s- some of the posts, like people were like, no knuckles, Chaotics, like not covering that. But like you would think with the progression of the story, that's what it would fill, but it's, it's not like clearly. So I was very shocked by that. Um, but yeah, I, I wonder why they didn't pick. I wonder, well, I guess it depends on who they're introducing in three and like how that's going to work but i'm i'm surprised it was knuckles that they're, they they went with for a series like why not somebody that's not that wasn't into or like even tails i feel like would have been i, I don't know i, I th- i'm surprised it wasn't somebody else
3: or something but sonic genius, but tails just always felt like the sidekick to sonic i don't it, it made to me it makes sense that knuckles Gets his own thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited, but I'm not. A, I'm not a big Sonic fan, or I don't have a, little, a lot of knowledge. That's so really peripheral, just looking at it from the outside in.
1: Mm. Well, they still an have yeah. announced who uh, I think is voicing Shadow. I think still haven't. Um, they haven't announced. No, I. Think I thought it was been announced except for Shadow.
0: Interesting. Oh, I thought really trying again. to keep it secret.
1: Yeah, we mentioned it last podcast.
0: Yeah, that's that's right. We were trying to figure it out. Yeah. we were trying to figure it out. So,
2: um, yeah, it it
0: looks cool. I'm excited. Um, I'm sure there'll be you know, some other things released before April to to hype it up. So, I'm sure that we'll see more, but um, we also we also got a Persona 3 Reload, the fastest selling Persona ever in the series. Sold um, a million plus in the first week. Again, this is not including Game Pass. This is just sales. Uh, so that's crazy, and it's a it's a remake. So interesting stuff. I mean, Persona is just gotten bigger and bigger. It's a bit, I mean that's not just the the biggest selling Persona game, but also like the main series SMT. It's big. It sold more than any of those in the first week as well. So. Impressive. I played it so I could talk about it a little bit. It's good. It's really good. Uh, I feel like I feel like it was like the also the persona that was the easiest to just jump into. I don't if you played four or you played five, um, there's a little bit of time. It takes like an like an hour to just get into the game, like start actually playing.
3: There's they're so story heavy. That's that's why you, I would assume why you play. I've only ever played four and it's been, it was like 2015 since I last played it, but it, it was an enjoyable game. I had no problem getting into the game, playing it, but you know, I, you know, if I'm going to play a JRPG, I'm expecting a, a heavy story-based game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's good news for Persona and, and fans because like, that just means we're going to continue to, to get more stuff in the series. But yeah, I played, I played, a, played roughly like an hour and a half of it. Um, really good. A lot of fun. I played the original one back in the day, too. And uh, Persona 3 on the PS... Uh, portable. I played it on the PSP, too. And, um, yeah, they did a good job with it. Visually, it looks really good. Same game. You know, they they did definitely a lot of work to the game. Um, I think that this is a really good... All the Persona games are their own story, essentially. And they, they sort of interlinked together but like you don't have to have ever played any of the ones before it um, and so you can jump into this. this is a really good starting point I think for the, the series like if you didn't play five which was pretty massive in itself just didn't sell as quick as this game and I think overall I don't know that it'll be quite as big as five because five is so big that it got two spinoffs it got Tactica and it got um, what, whatever that warrior style uh, Strikers Persona 5 Strikers, so like that was big enough to warrant all these spinoff games. I guess it just should. There's a
3: lot of nostalgia for Persona 3. People mm-hmm. want to go back and replay it.
0: Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, good stuff. Good for the series. Good for fans. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. I'm sure I'll play a little more, but um, yeah, uh, I guess this one we'll mention pretty quickly because I don't think anybody's into fighting games like that, but Evo announced their lineup. We've got Street Fighter 6, Tekken 8 um Guilty Gear Strive uh Grand Blue not wearing my glasses grand blue fantasy uh warriors i think it's called i've got the Under Night Rebirth which i'm not sure what that one is uh Mortal Kombat 1 King of Fighters 15 and Street Fighter 3 Third Strike so got a retro one in there yeah that's that's cool stuff i've always wanted to go to one of those events i think it's it's insane to watch people play fighting games like that on that that high level. I like think it's really cool. Um yeah. too much
1: pressure for you. Too much, too much everything for me there. Um, yeah, I'm just waiting for the. I'm just waiting for the next Dragon Ball Z. What uh, a No, Sparkling Zero. That's my next fighting game.
0: Yeah, looks good. I'm excited for that too. It's really good. Um, and then I guess we can go ahead and dive into. I guess I was talking about some of the Xbox stuff because that, that's been pretty crazy this week.
1: So the, And that Halo and their new show's been shit too. Their new show? Halo. Oh Halo. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. and
2: yeah. yeah. 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Did it? Yep. Is
3: that
2: the critical. audience or the critic score? I think it's the
1: critic score.
0: Yeah, that doesn't matter.
1: The worst thing I was I gonna say this in a mini rant. It's like, oh you know, don't take your helmet off. The two seconds into the show, he doesn't have his helmet on. Yeah, and the first two seconds of the brand new season, I'm like, I mean, yeah,
3: that makes sense. It the uh, the first season or whatever it was got a 66 audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes, so I, I didn't hear anything good about it. Like fans of Halo were not not they didn't like it.
4: No, no but that I, I never bad.
3: I, I didn't bother to watch it.
2: I heard a bunch of bad reviews. I'm like, All right, I'm not gonna waste my time. Right. I mean, then and- also the main actor, the Pablo that guy that's master chief he's like you know if you guys want the classic halo experience or like the classic halo game you're not going to find that here that's not what we were what we were trying to do and i thought about it and i was like well yeah i guess you're gonna get bad scores like like that's <laughs> your core audience like
3: if it's if it's not what i yeah. want i'm not going to watch it so you, you just admitted exactly. you, did, you made a game that's not for the fans so obviously the fans aren't going to watch it so
1: yep exactly and it halo Call it a-, a space adventure of David. Anything else? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean like
0: the last two Halo games have, have sold the worst in the series. Like Infinite was on Game Pass, so it did a little better with players in the beginning, but people dropped off that so quick they were not with it. And I I didn't like it. I know it's gotten better, but that's that's like the the thing with all these games now. It gets better later, but it launched with oh. terrible. It like no content, like. Just mm. super boring. the The story, single player story, was really, really boring and generic, and didn't feel like Halo. That
2: first, that was my first Halo game. By the way, I'm ashamed to say. Oh,
0: it.
3: you got to
2: play. Oh, really? You
3: got to play uh,
0: two poor, and three. Oh man,
2: You're poor man.
3: I don't. Know, maybe, maybe, you need to back off the Halo games for for a year or two. Well, I want to.
2: Like, I want to get the the Master Chief Collection. Oh on, yeah, worth it on Steam. It. Yeah, that that's um, worth it. Do it. Definitely want to do all that at some money. point soon. You just
3: need to play the first three games. That's it. Don't don't play. Anything yeah, else. that's
2: what I heard.
0: Well,
3: I like ODSC. I reach reach I like, too
0: bad. Yeah, Reach is good. I like Reach too. ODSC.
3: If you I just think played is good the first three games. You'd be like, I'm I'm satisfied.
2: Yeah. True, yeah. I, I, it was always like the reason and it's funny because like so many people played it and i feel like in the u.s it's been such a cult like series you know it's, it's like it's such a classic and then in serbia where i grew up it was either you're a call of duty player a counter-strike player or medal of honor player and then halo was like it was there because it was there for windows but i don't not a lot of people care for it for some reason which is very interesting because I know people here is like you know when I when they find out I never played a Halo game, they're like oh my god you live under a rock oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry
0: yeah us. I did that <laughs> um, yeah no, no I, I mean, don't mind it's worth going back Kergle for sure I think that would be um, that would be really I... good to stream like people would love love that yeah Master Chief
1: collection check Our it first out. time with Halo
2: you should have to get used to those old. Early 2000 game controls. Literally, what? I played the original Dale Sex with no mods or anything. Trust me, I'll be fine. Like, you know, I would play Dale Sex. <laughs> like, you play <laughs> any game. Yeah. I went so back bad. and
3: played the first game. I was like, these gun kind of controls I'm not used to. I don't yeah. think he could sprint in the first game or some of the early games. I'm like, this is weird. Like, I'm stuck at this one yeah. speed. It took a while to get reused really to. I'm just used to more modern controls.
0: It's like that for all,
3: everywhere. all
0: like, yeah. uh, the sort of first-person shooters then i mean like uh you know combat evolved launched on pc before it did xbox and uh i played it there at what year was that god i can't remember i played it there first i didn't have an xbox growing up i played it at a friend's house so all all my halo up until halo 3 i did get a 360 um was all
3: like at a friend's house so yeah. Now going back and think is I know the story was really big but w- I think what really helped that game was it's really one of the first early examples of like online multiplayer it really helped yeah. catapult that game Yeah, because before then it was you know at up at a maximum four friends on, on a TV and that was like all you could do but you know once the internet kind of got around and and Halo definitely helped spring rocket that that game's popularity.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I think I think was it Forge? I think Forge and Halo 3 also did a map. That was a massive thing too. You can make your own maps in the game.
3: Used to be a really innovative series ahead of like the whole industry. Now it's just kind of become an industry standard as in we're just gonna rehash the same thing and not be creative.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is, Halo 4 wasn't I feel like after Halo 4, it all went really went down to shit. You could tell Halo Four it was very similar to Halo Three, but you could tell what all didn't, the changes would be. Wasn't I don't remember the. Wasn't the
3: original studio only wanted to do the first three games, and they're like, "We're done. We yeah. told our story." And Bungie, Microsoft. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Bungie's like, "We told our story. We're gonna do something else," but Microsoft's like, "No, we got to keep keep pumping games out." Got to yeah, melt different franchises, the game, yeah. and then it went to
0: who? Uh, who was the developer? Um, 343, Yeah, just
3: not
1: that good. Really hit or miss. You're known as the studio that killed Halo. Pretty much. I mean, they had
3: like one or two decent games, but nothing that's been consistently good. I think this series just needs to take a break for a few years. You get, you, stuttering my words. If you get the same game year after year after year, eventually you just kind of get bored and kind of sick of it. It's hard to, you know, innovate in the game that you get so often. I agree.
1: Yeah. And and
3: that's funny. funny. Wow.
2: There's a new Call of Duty every year. They are obviously doing something right. Well, at least, <laughs> Oh, that's
3: true. At the very least, they use three different studios. But I, it doesn't. I don't think it's all that good.
1: But yeah. The funny thing is, you have this franchise. You like it's a massive multiplayer game. That's what really got it to boost and everything. Here's Halo Five with no multiplayer. Oh, I'm with that.
3: Yeah, that was a good yeah, decision. Sure.
0: A year frozen, by the way. <laughs> so.
2: But you know, whenever I think about like game development in general, it's like maybe we're fools. Maybe we're like just like a mon- minority that that complains about certain things because if because we feel like they're disconnected. And when I say we, I'm talking about people that are passionate about video games. But maybe the classic like Brad, if your name is Brad, I'm not trying to offend you. I'm nah, just trying to find the general name,
1: male name like name <laughs>
2: Whoever is Keith right now in chat, uh, I apologize. That was (laughs) laying on me. But, um, uh, you know, maybe your average Joe doesn't give a shit. Maybe they like those games. Maybe that's why they kept making those games. But I don't know. Because when you think about it, too, and like Steam reviews, right? If you have negative reviews, you usually get it from people that are passionate about the game. But think about like tens of thousands of millions of players that, that they couldn't care less, even if they loved the game right yeah. maybe they're just like oh, I'm, I'm i don't I, I don't leave reviews it's not my thing right and maybe they just they just don't do it but maybe there's a vast majority of people that enjoy whatever they've been putting out lately and i always like to take you know the reviews with a grain of salt like that and think about people that are not engaged uh with reviewing and expressing their opinion about something so, yeah i think that's the biggest audience when
3: it comes to like your 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 Battlefield, your Cod, your your FIFAs, yep. your mans That's just your casual. Yeah. I'm pl- I play one or two games, and that's it. Well, Exploit not. me for all your money. I'm not really... I'm playing the games. I have a console, but I'm not really an actual gamer because I don't really play games constantly. I'm not that invested within the actual community itself.
2: Exactly yeah. what I had in mind. Yep. I agree. So...
0: Yeah, interesting stuff. Uh but I mean, uh, going back on the the Xbox stuff in general. Yeah, not to go on a tangent. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. It, that's it's that's what room. we do.
2: Let's it's, let's hit these main news and talk about something else for 25 minutes. Yeah, just a okay. casual day on our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that,
0: that's that's what we do. But uh no, I mean, so it kind of started the week. Uh there was something that came out. What was the first thing that came out? Oh, first thing I know after the podcast there was something that came out late Sunday, but essentially it kind of started with uh, there's a you know a rumor that Xbox is bringing everything cross platform. They're going to PlayStation, they're going to Switch, they're bringing the new games Indiana Jones, all their stuff over. Gears of War was in, in the news too. They're bringing Gears of War. Um, it started with that, so that, that that's what we we had first. Um, well, what do you what do you guys think about? All that, like with Microsoft doing that,
2: I was very skeptical of it until Phil Spencer said that. Oh, we have our, you know, a- announcement soon to talk about all the changes we're going to be doing, and it kind of makes sense, right? Like they laid off a bunch of people, um, thousands. That's like a big one that happened, yeah. right? And then came along all these announcements for these video games and all the studios they they acquired. So. With that being said, you have a massive surge in costs, right? And in the beginning, their strategy was, like, they've been playing around telling people they're going to make, like, Call of Duty exclusive and all this bullshit, and they got so much backlash because there's, obviously, there's a huge, you know, with games like that, Even if people, majority of the people that are vocal about not liking the game, you have the casuals that are going to play it. And a lot of them, they don't, they don't even care about PlayStation versus Xbox bullshit. Like, you know, passionate gamer, some passionate gamers are loyal to a brand to, to a fault. Right. And they'll follow it even if they do things wrong. But then you have all these people that just like, they just want to play games and maybe they were outraged. And they're like oh this is this is one game that i play on my console i'm not gonna be able to play it. like fuck that i don't you know i'm not gonna deal with that so i think they probably got a shitload of feedback of people legitimately being pissed to a point where they realized wh- what h- how high the percentage of these games being on playstation and how important it is and they yeah. kind of took a step back and they're like well maybe we should engage into this you know uh into this thing of having our games cross cross platform, I think yeah. that's what happened personally.
3: I think there's the other aspect where, obviously, you're trying to cut cut your costs, but it's also with with the backlash. If you took a wider scope, it's like, well, we have have these games on all of these consoles. You can also maximize profit while also, you know, we can get, getting cut, getting cut positive, off.
2: yeah, and yeah. getting positive, you know, feedback from players, like oh, you like broke the, the game that I play back, like you're not gonna mm-hmm. get as much people
3: buying xboxes to, to play your game as you think that's going to offset the cost whereas if you just have it all over the place you're just going to make that much more money the, i think like after a while has to play play a factor in going away from the exclusive
2: yeah and it, also like, so, exclusive yeah and a lot of people don't know this but uh consoles are affordable because they sell them at cost or at a loss um yeah people don't consider that and they always say like you know PC gaming is expensive, this and that, and then they go and spend seventy dollars on every year release that comes out, right? And you don't, you can do that with place it with PC games, but a lot of times you will have a lot more sales. But on consoles, you can have sales; they're just not as frequent and not as good. Um, so yeah. a lot of the times when you're a console player, you're not really paying your way through the actual system you play on. You're playing, it, you're paying you through the games and through the subscription that you pay every month. um so i think i think they're seeing that too right like that's another reason you know why would they sell a console at loss when they can send sell a video games five video game five times and kind of make up the same margin right so much bigger audience i think it makes sense what they're doing and i think they will do it yeah that good pr
3: and any kind of bad pr well sometimes i guess the idea is any PR is good PR. Sometimes it could be a negative. If people are going to boycott your game now, it's like, are we even going to make the money back? Like this could be financially a really bad, bad move.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, obviously yeah. there was a lot more than just that. So I, we mentioned that the Phil Spencer thing. So that gave some, you know, evidence that, hey, something is true here because they're going to be talking at, um the microsoft it's not an Xbox here's where if you actually dive into it, it's not an Xbox um conference what not conference what am I trying to say here investor meeting it's not an Xbox it's a Microsoft
1: investor meeting
0: so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that um Microsoft and the Xbox only makes up for like one fourth of what Microsoft makes um I, I looked into it somewhere around there so I think that uh, they are kind of tired of just the console format um, and that, obviously, they, they just want Game Pass everywhere. It's available on TVs. It's available on your phone. You can get it on the, the um, Asus uh, ROG Ally. You can get it on your Steam Deck if you want to. It's obviously not built in there, but um, you can play it everywhere, essentially. So I think it's, uh, hey, we spent all this money acquiring all these studios and we're not making our money back. Uh, I think that it has something to do with that. I think that it, you know, we could be heading in a direction where the Xbox as we know it is not the same. Um, but we also got rumors. I want, I want to say this accurately, but um, we also got rumors that we are going to be getting a, another console from Xbox, but they're also going to be doing a handheld um, that's essentially a, a Game Pass machine. So that came out yesterday, um, and I I don't I don't know I I can see Xbox going in the the handheld market. We we've talked about it a few times how crazy handhelds are right right now, um, but I don't know. We also got a GameStop, and they took it down, but they they tweeted it out um, that there is a demo day, and on their flyer it says Microsoft Game Pass, not. Xbox Game Pass has always been branded and they immediately took it down uh, and then tweeted out, Hey, it was an accident. We made this internally. This this is not, you know, um,
3: from Xbox, we made it ourselves. And it was a decision that, that our internal team made. That's not a decision they made. That was intentional. I don't, I don't buy these leaks. These, all these game leaks or uh, any kind of leak of anything, like that's all 99% of the time it's intentional to to build interest or to get people talking about it before they're actually going to announce Any something.
2: PR is good PR. We just talked yeah. about it. There's yeah. a reason why they do it. It's never, it's almost never an accident. No,
3: that, that was, that's a wholly in, intentional. The amount of people, something like that would have to go through. And why would you just make oh, something and then and then publish it? Like, doesn't even make sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> I don't know. Like, it's so weird because they acquired so many studios and spent so much money. And we've seen like little come out, like obviously Starfield was far, far, far into into development way before Xbox acquired them. Um Who knows? The same could be, you know, said about Edward Scrolls six. Like maybe it was already started. Like, I don't think we've actually seen anything come out of those acquisitions yet where Xbox bought them. Like this, is this is a, Xbox release, I don't think we've gotten anything that wasn't already in development because of the length of development right now. Like, I, I don't know that maybe, but nothing that I know of for sure and that any of us knows of for sure. But I don't know if Starfield was one of them brought up to be brought over to everything else. Indiana Jones. years um, of War.
1: I'd say Indiana Jones and Sea of Thieves are the only two for me that was like, yes, I'll take that. I'll take that beyond PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, no
0: doubt. I mean, I'm I, I'm I'm for it. I don't necessarily want to see them leave the console market, but they've sold the most units they've ever sold in Japan with the Series X. I know that, which is, you know, if if you know anything about the Japanese gaming culture we talked about a little bit there. They're not really in the console space as much. They've got very little room. So that's why handhelds do so good there.
3: So they could be looking at go ahead, Mark. No, I was gonna say I know from personal experience, the Microsoft or the not the the Xbox market, gaming market is might as well be non-existent in that country. Yeah. Yeah. It's either Nintendo or it's gonna be PlayStation One or two.
2: Yep. Yep. But also you gotta, you know, that's a good point that you said that they changed it from, you know, Xbox Game Pass to Microsoft Game Pass. Uh, there's a lot of things that is happening right now with AI that's going to make PC gaming more affordable. And I'm doing a video on it actually for AMD. And they're basically looking like the companies are now fighting over the budget consumers, right? There was this huge boom with you know, AI and servers and all these things happening. And now they're actually bringing budget CPUs that are going to allow you to not have to buy a graphics card. So essentially what yeah. a console has is one chip that has both the graphics processing unit and the, the logic processing unit, which is a CPU, in one pack, right? But, you know, most people that are on PC that want to play high-end stuff, they have a graphics card and a processor. And so I think in a sense, they're not necessarily looking to get out of the console market, but they're looking to gather all of these, this other area of gamers, you know, into this whole umbrella. And on top of that, as you said, you have the mobile stuff, right? Like people, you know, essentially like streaming their games on mobile, and that's going to be a huge market share too. So. I think they probably had certain things that they didn't think all the way through in a sense of like, yeah, like we're not directly competing with PlayStation, blah blah blah, you know they usually have a bigger um, reach and bigger market share than us, but this just makes sense for us to do, and I think that's where they landed honestly with uh, with all the changes and probably with the you know with the changes to to how the game pass is going to be promoted and, and, and displayed.
0: Yeah, I agree with that, and and I want to add on to what I said earlier. The uh, the handheld would also be a dockable console, so you'd have a dock with it. Um, and this came from middle age game guy. This is his handle on Twitter of the XNC podcast. So nice. That is the person that it came from. But I'm just like scrolling through. There's so much. Like they're they're talking about some of the other stuff, and then like what could come to Switch. And and switch too, obviously, that you know, supposedly the console will be able to handle it and it'll have DLSS. So uh if that's the case, like it will open up the the doors for a lot of other stuff to to be coming to switch now. to will be easier to port, you know, multi-platform releases, like in general, like with Ubisoft and all these other companies. Um, so I don't know, man. I feel like see if these would do well, like on Switch um a game like that i feel like oh. could do very very well so they On see the that switch. yeah they that would just s- yeah and i think you know playstation 2 but i think especially that's like a switch type game to me like that that is a game that that fits switch to me so yeah mm-hmm. yeah and but it also is saying that we are going to get another standard console um so i don't I don't know. I didn't see that part happening, and obviously, with the news earlier in the week, that's not what everybody thought. And, you know, they thought, okay, they're they're essentially dropping the consoles, and it would make sense because they also did the the huge um, price slashes a few months ago, and like you can still uh, almost every retailer get like a Series X for three fifty and get it, or no, Series, did I say Series A, Series X for like three fifty, and uh, Series S for whatever. 250, 200, something like that. So you can get the consoles like cheap. And uh, them slashing the prices that much is like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think they obviously don't care about physical games anymore. I think that's out of the question for them to, to care about that. Get used to not owning your games, as the brilliant mm. people of Ubisoft said. So. Nah, I will own my yeah. games. But there's a will, there's a way. I mean, you can you know, <laughs> Gog like DRM free stuff. Like, there's there's gonna there's always gonna be a market for people that care, but it yeah. a, as you know, time goes on, less and less people are gonna care because there's obviously the market is not big for people that care right now. Uh, you know, it's like a eighty
3: twenty split with digital and physical. It just continues to know. go up. So that does bring an interesting discussion because there's something else going on that's it's not game related, but it's. uh has to deal with the uh, uh, with Funimation and uh, yes. Crunchyroll. Thank you for bringing where, that up. Yeah, yeah. Forget, if you
1: have, yeah. if you I bought like anything Funimation.
3: digitally on Funimation, Crunchyroll that acquired them is not going to honor that. You essentially you bought this digital show. Well, you're just out. Of, you're just, out of, you're just out so well. You're out of luck. They're not going to do anything about it. So you're just out whatever money you spent on a show. Mm. I think something like Gone. that would bring around the discussion of is a is there a problem? This is digitally only, and I don't have physically at least have it on my hard drive that if something happens, they're just going to take it away and I'm just going to be out a bunch of money. I think that's the only way that to potentially get, get some, some change at least as far as whether you physically own it because you bought the money for it or not.
0: Yep. And then obviously, I mean, like a lot of that was, you know, people about uh, physicals that got like the digital code with it, you know, that they've always done for years and years and years now at this point, 10, ten years or so um yeah yeah it's crazy man it's just insane and you know who's behind all that right sony Mm.
3: sony yep it's all sony so sony and microsoft are all part of the same thing they they want the same thing yep
0: i agree with that and i i considered doing a video on that but i am going to do another physical media video so i think i'll just incorporate that into it but um yeah it you think you don't own your digital content, period. Like people think they do, but you just don't own any of it. Like if it's not DRM no. free and it's not, you just don't want it. there's ninety percent of it you don't own. You're just borrowing it. Yeah, you're renting it. it. You know? Yeah. It's, it's a rental. It's Let's a go. long long term, sometimes not even long term, but it's a long term rental. That's um, why I'm so hesitant,
2: yeah. like renting or buying movies on like Amazon Prime or anything like that. Well, do it, it doesn't make any sense. No. Like no. sometimes I, own, I do I it because like there's obviously rent. no other way to get it. <laughs> there is, but, you know, trying to be a good consumer. No. Um, but, you know, if I want to watch it on TV with the kids or, or whatever, and, you know, we just absolutely can't find it anywhere else. I'm like, ah, fine. Yeah. I'll shell out. And it's not even a crazy amount of money. And that's how they get you at first. Like that's how they got us with subscriptions, right? And you know, I remember like two, three, four years ago, I could buy a movie on Amazon Prime for like three bucks. Now it's not like, anymore I looked at a movie, it was like it was like 10 bucks. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. okay, like I'm fine buying a license from you, you know, that you resold a million thousand times for three dollars. Fine. Like you can make that money on me. But if you're gonna ask me for you know, 10 bucks. Yeah, I'm good. Like that's yeah, just I, not worth it. It's not.
0: I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like I was looking um the other day and I had it on DVD. I think I talked about it with you guys on here, but I sold off like my movie collection or whatever. And like, I had oh, you I know, had all the, the general stuff. Right. But also a lot of the weird stuff and like boutique releases that are new all the way up until 2020. I was, you know, buying stuff from, Uh, like Red Art Media and Screen Factory and like the weird stuff. So uh, we were looking for Matilda and the original. My daughter wanted to see it. So we were looking it up because she watched the new one on Netflix. And it was on any streaming service. And the rental for, this is an old movie, the rental we found for it was $8. The movie is from the 90s.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Nah. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, so, hey, maybe there's the only way to uh, address this issue is, you know, call your local congressman or something like that.
1: <laughs> you <laughs> are, you go, are too much, bro.
3: Or else you're just gonna get taken advantage of at the end. But they don't, they don't. They don't care about media. They don't
2: care. Like they're yeah. they get lobbied. They they get money mm-hmm. continuously from these corporations to to make the laws the way they are. You know. And now we're getting into politics, and I'm gonna go on a rant, yeah. but. Um, so you're saying sorry, the only, no, the
3: only answer is the, yeah. the sale to to sell the high seas yeah. at that point.
2: My 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 advice would be like if you ever owned anything, like if you bought a license, let's say on Amazon Prime, Netflix, whatever, oh. right? If you bought any of that, I feel like morally you shouldn't feel bad at all to go to one of these mm-hmm. um, skull and bones websites and get it and own it locally. Like wasn't. There a discussion about that a while ago, where it's like if I have something, like I went and
3: bought a movie. Is it technically illegal if I have a digital it's version, not, it's regardless still not, of how I
2: got that? It's still not legal. I mean, I but like, that's the thing, and that's that's why, like for example, Nintendo, kind of a gray right? Gray area. I don't think it's, it's a gray area. area. It it's is still, a gray
3: area, but it, I don't think it's necessarily bad. Well, as far bad, as U.S. legality goes, it, it's yeah. kind of
0: it is,
3: but it is yeah.
0: like I've got. Wait, um wait, wait. Oh, go ahead.
1: Godly. I was going to say real quick boys, unfortunately I'm going to have to head off
0: oh, uh, and it looks like
1: this is, big, this is getting heated so I look forward to listening to the playback on this but you guys have a good weekend and I'll see you next week.
2: Alright,
1: sounds good Lee. see you later. See you, man. Hey boys uh, Yeah, yeah what, what was I
0: saying? Uh Shoot, I forget <laughs> <laughs> What the heck was I saying? I don't remember. Anyway, yeah, I mean, like, so, yeah, no, I was going to say, like, my my retro stuff, I've got all filled up with, with, um, on Everdrives, right? A lot of it, like, I I do them, but, like, things that are not, things that are not being sold, like, for instance, Nintendo, if you aren't giving me the option to buy this from you now, since there's no virtual console, for instance, like, they just got their, they, they, they've got their service and it's switch online. If it's not on there, you're screwed. Um, but if you don't give me the option, like what
2: other option is there if I want to play the game? So I'm going to throw it and on my EverDrive or emulate it, you know? Yeah, it's it's sad. I mean, and I'm saying like, I'm pretty sure that if they wanted to, and if you didn't have VPNs, they could like give you shit for just trying to reown your content. And I agree that it shouldn't be that way. Like you should be able to, to have an alternative, right? But to be like, fair,
3: the companies usually go after the the host site. It's really not worth their time to go after the individual. It's when well, they it's, when they go after it, they go after the site itself that's hosting all this, you know, illegal. No, no, content. no, I
2: know, no, I know, I know that it's a gray area in general, right? For any of the content that you would download yeah. somewhere like that, but um, I feel like there should be these corporations should be held accountable in a way. That they should give you an alternative, right? They like, should, yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, like you, sure, remove it from whatever, like your servers, but have like a website where I can download the file, and I'll figure out a, you know, um, some type of way to access that content, right? It doesn't yeah. have to be through official channels, but if you're already gonna take away the actual content itself from the device you put it on, give me an alternative. Like, I wouldn't be mad at them if they said, like, look, we can't afford to, like, have these servers up, right? But you can go ahead and download this file if you own it, right? And you have, there's special access or some shit. I don't know. But I think that would be cool. But they're not going to do it because they yeah. don't want to bother. They don't care about the consumer. And that's the bottom line.
3: Yeah, because that's it. the bottom it's line. made its money. That you, if we offered it to you, you would buy it in a legal way, but we just don't want to offer it to you. But yes. when you get exactly. it illegally, now we're going to complain. But it's yeah. like you you left me no other option. It's either I buy a used copy, which you're not going to profit off anyways, it's going to cost me a few hundred dollars, or I find another way to, to get it to play it, or I wait maybe 20 years and you might bring it back around at one point. Like it's it's really frustrating.
0: It 100%. really is. Nintendo's I mean, the worst it did, with it too, I think. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, did you guys see the news of the guy that, you know, the guy that went to jail over... Yeah, Gary Bowser. Yeah. So he has actually a GoFundMe now because they're milking him dry. They're milking that man dry. He has like a bunch of surgeries he needs to get done because of his the time he spent in his prison. And it's like, they literally couldn't, like, did you seriously have to prosecute that man to a point where like, no, they didn't. His life is—he was an example.
0: They were setting an example. So it's am
3: not sure. there because people are still going to do the same thing. It's the whole Streisand effect. If you do that, it just makes people want to spite you even more. It doesn't do anything. Yeah,
2: yeah. I agree. Like there, there was no reason for. I, I mean, uh, it just blows my mind that that's still like a thing. That's a whole and deeper discussion we go into. Yeah, that's why I said like we're getting yeah. into politics, and that's a whole other thing. But what well, other that's news? What it all Let's is. Talk about something happy. <laughs> something well, not, not
3: like uber depressing.
0: Yeah, we've also got. Um, so this was released today. I don't have notes pulled up, so I've, I just some of the things I I saw from today. Um, we got apparently some some information on the PS6, and the information is that it is going to be more powerful than the Xbox Series or the, the next Xboxes go around, and that's oh, essentially okay. the news. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, four hours ago. I mean, and I did see it, to be fair, I did see it um even last night on another source. So there's some sources for it, and this is on a, a relatively big website, doesn't mean anything, doesn't you know, but I think that the whole point was supposed to be that, you know, the PS five is obviously not quite as powerful as the Series X's go around. Mm-hmm. So they're they're trying to beef they up the hardware. Ball. It's it's small. It's barely a difference, but it it is there, and I think that's I think we that's fanboyism. Got,
3: <laughs> we got we just got the PS Five. What in twenty? It's only been like four years. It's not been out four that years. long. And we're I think it's we're getting a, we're four. getting the pro. We're getting the pro. Yeah, we're so that, that that midlife upgrade. We're still like another four or five years out from that. Uh, whatever the PS Six is going to be. This More said coming around.
0: Yeah, this said that it was actually going to have an eight year lifespan which would be i think yeah, just makes a, sense. Year. yeah I th- a year more than the, the ps4 as far as uh, before the upgrade so it makes sense that's six is about the average and you know going all the way back so yeah that makes sense to me i think that
3: yeah PS5 Pro, like, the, like they're going to be good if you're doing the midlife upgrade you can usually use that to kind of extend the, the overall life of this version of the console
0: yep i agree with that and i think that you know, we only have that because these these consoles are just a computer at this point. Like we don't have it's not anything after I think, you know, kind of the GameCube. That's 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 all these are. You know, they're a budget and when I say budget, like it's still it's still kind of expensive for a console. And they are selling them at a loss, like Kurtel said earlier. So uh, yeah, I yeah, I don't know. Um who knows, right? Who knows on that? That's all. I think speculation. It's it's we're getting so many rumors now. It's like, what do you even, what do you even say about some of this stuff? Like the Switch Two has been so incredibly hard to keep up with. There was um, a dag on it. I did not get to put this one in there, but there is a uh, there was a Nintendo investor meeting that that happened, and they would not um, answer Switch Two questions. Um, they dodged the Zelda movie questions as well um pretty much I like that's you'll
3: you'll hear thing. it when we're ready to announce it pretty much yeah, we i'm not going to yeah. tell you until we're ready which kind of makes sense and it's the same with the rumors it's like i'll believe it when i actually hear something other than that it's just a rumor and i can't yeah. prove that you know anything until you know it's actually announced so
0: yep 100 percent, i agree with that um but there is supposed to be a switch or nintendo direct happening um, a lot of the rumors have said that it's going to be a, um, developers direct. So it's going to be other games, not first party games, but I also saw that one of them said that it, it was going to be like a first party direct. So I don't know that we get like the switch name or any announcement until like the the April, April direct. World. Yeah, you're good. Um, I don't think we get any news or anything, um, as far as like switch to until like the April
2: direct personally, but. Like they're going to wait. Then, then again, like you know how they say leaks and this and that. Like that's usually coordinated, and they're probably just they have like certain strategies to build momentum up to an event, um, and then they also have probably numbers they have to hit for for the shareholders. You know, so that's Always. probably a big thing that they do. So, I mean, I'm sure in due time we're going to know, um, but also I'm kind of worried about it. Um, I'm really worried that, that if if nintendo doesn't release uh, a great like upgrade to switch one that is going to be really hard for them to like start taking new clients new not new clients jesus i've been my work's been in my head so much that i'm mentioning customers as clients <laughs> but um the the customers or people that are going to be new additions to the nintendo family is going to be a really hard time for them to kind of Gather more people, because I don't know, man. I I have such doubts about Nintendo lately that just I'm worried they're gonna. In the if in the next five years they don't do something drastically good, I don't know how they're gonna do it. Honestly, they might as well just like take all their franchises and start making TV shows and movies and shit.
0: I don't know the switch. The switch has done very well. Um I know it's, it's done well. It's in competition like... to beat the PS2 for the most sold ever. It's like really close, like really close to being the the biggest selling console ever. So, but I I I know what you're you're saying. Like one of the things that worries me is like they stay with the the hybrid sort of thing, which they're going to like. It's done so so well. Nintendo's not going to stray from that like that. They're not just going to abandon that. But if we don't get beefy enough hardware, um like what? What are multi-platform AAA releases going to do
2: now? You're going to phase switch out. Yeah, I mean it's not going to be doing that. But that's my yeah, that's and a that's a my worry. That's that. That's what I'm saying. Like when you think about what was it, Red Dead Redemption One released on Switch, and you take a look at that shit, and it's like this feels like PlayStation Two. Like it legit just. It looks awful. And I'm the last person to worry about graphics. Like, if if it has a good story, if it has good game gameplay, I don't care if you put Minecraft blocks in front of me. I will play it, right? I'm that type of person. But then I look at Switch, and I'm like, I had my fun with it five years ago. You know? And, and I feel like there's so much they could do. But they're stubborn in their ways, and they they're so like set in their ways that there's gonna be the, the the their downfall. I don't know. I, I I hope it doesn't, but it just looks like that right now. That's, they're banking that's on fair. the fact
3: that their their first party games are so popular they can they can just sell those and they'll be fine. That's probably the mindset that no. they're in Do right now. Do you guys now.
2: feel like you could play like Mario games for the next forty years? I still Yeah, I still play. I I think I could. (laughs) No, and and I could too. Like, but for how long? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm disconnected because I'm not,
0: because I I didn't have it. it. They innovate on Mario, though. I I think the 3D Marios are always, they're always pretty, pretty different. In my opinion, the 2Ds, I mean, like you can only
3: do so much with 2D, right? Wonder was Mm -hmm. amazing, though. I I think it, I think they did what they could. It looks fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I still play old SNES Mario games, like Same. Mario 3, Yoshi's Island, and stuff like that. I still play those games, like, probably pushing 25, 30 years later.
2: Same. Yeah, so I, maybe I'm a disconnected because I didn't have it as a, as a kid, so it's not a super nostalgic thing for me. Like, I played them, but it wasn't, like, my main thing, right? I was always on, placed on PC, so I don't know. Maybe I'm a little disconnected, and my concerns are not valid, but I don't know, man. I just sometimes look at it and I'm like this could be so much more, and then they decide to just. Well, I will say this: people love our Switch Talk because that's what we get the
0: most comments about. Um, so it, it is interesting to hear what everybody thinks on it. Um, I, I don't know; like the DLSS could save it in a way, but we're obviously going to get beefier hardware. It's just like to what extent? Like they're not going to go the, the Asus Rog Ally Two route, right? Like when that drops, they're not. It's not going to be. Yeah. It's not going to be. Uh, a PC in the handheld. I don't. I don't think. I mean, no, they're, they're too stubborn. at four hundred dollars, which is what we're yeah. getting a rumor at, which sounds right. And Nintendo doing a five hundred dollar console. I.
3: I don't. I don't think that would fly. At. I mean, they could do a four hundred dollar console, but it would have to. Be it has beefier. to be beefed up, or at the very least, their their docked mode, if they're gonna do a Switch Two, needs to be beefier. Yeah. Then yeah. what they do in the, with the handheld mode.
0: Well, it needs to have, like, real hardware in it, unlike the dock. I mean, it needs to be, it's,
3: it's really small and thin, but you're like, you're really limiting yourself with how light this actually is and small it is.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, people don't mind the Steam Deck, for instance, and that's a pretty pretty
3: hefty I, handheld. I would say if there's any hope, it's the fact that a lot of these other handhelds that are doing well, like the Steam Deck, are going to force Nintendo to do something. You know that's to, that, to, that, and that's what I'm hoping being.
2: for, yeah. That's what I'm hoping for because I f- and I feel like there's so much potential, like they just they are so you know adamant about their first party games that they don't really have to worry about other studios and things. But
0: yeah, they sell yeah. so well, it that is the problem, right? And like the switch, um, I think potentially has. Probably the best library of games that we've ever had in history. I mean, if you yeah, look at... Yeah, and
2: especially because of the the stuff they, they brought with the Nintendo membership or yeah. whatever. You know, you can play yeah. the retro titles. And I think that's a really cool aspect of it. And I don't want people to think that I'm like, that I don't like Nintendo and that I don't, you know, like the Switch. I do. It's just like, there's so many things... I just want them to get better because yeah. I feel like there's so much potential there. And then sometimes it just feels like it's, it's, it's wasted. And it just, it just bugs me. <laughs> I get it. I mean,
0: that, that's, that's a fair concern. I think Mark, what what do you think in, in general, as far as like what, what we know or don't know, like what, what are you thinking?
3: I don't know anything to be honest. I mean, ultimately Nintendo's going to do what they're going to do. And it's it their next console is going to sell well because they have their install base that likes it. And they've always got a good library in there. First party games are, are, for the most part, polished and enjoyable games to just pick up and play. Yep. It's just whether or not whether they actually care about third party games at this point, or is it the fact I guess the the only concern is are we going to have another uh, uh, Wii and Wii U situation where the Switch does so well that they kind of get jaded on the on the follow up yep. and they kind of reality kind of hits them in the face like oh.
2: There's so can't, many things that can go wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah sure. you, you, I'm glad that you brought that, that up because I had the Wii U in mind. When I was thinking about why I think they won't stray too far away from the, the Switch formula is because of that. The Wii U was such a flop. like It flopped so hard. And people thought the Switch 2, well, that, that's it for Nintendo. Like, Or not the Switch 2, the Switch itself. They thought that, that people were disregarding it. like Developers weren't on board, third-party
3: developers. There were so few third-party games in the beginning but it made sense even with the wii how underpowered it was compared to to the to the xbox 360 and the ps3 it was like yeah it's essentially it's a different game but i mean nintendo kind of shot themselves in the foot like the switch had to take off or they were the company as a whole was going to be you know in a lot of problems yeah i don't know if you know but the the wii is basically
0: just a gamecube essentially that's all it is it's got a it's a uh, better CPU, I think, in it, and that's like it. There, there's nothing. It didn't even have HDMI. We didn't even have an HDMI port at the time, and like that was yeah. already pretty standardized by like four years at that that point. So, it, the, but it still sold. Like it did well. I mean, it was in you know nursing it had homes. The, and, it had the
3: gimmick to it, in the in the games where anybody could kind of pick it up. But the the your, your big hardcore gamers, for the most part, it was kind of like a, a, a sideshow.
0: Yep, yeah, it was. Uh, in other news, though, we do got this just dropped a few hours ago. I was looking to make sure it wasn't just the website, but we've got a Sega Leaker reveals details on upcoming Crazy Taxi Jet Set Radio games. Uh, so apparently the new Crazy Taxi revival is going to be both a remake and reboot for a new series. Um, so, yeah, so it looks like they might be banking on like just bringing that back in general um the jet set radio is being targeted for a 2027 release which is pretty far out um
3: which means that game's still early in development
0: yeah they must have like announced it and hadn't even started it yet because for a game like that that's
3: that's pretty far away we that got announced last year so you need to go the i think more companies need to go the nintendo route of we're not even going to tell you anything about the game until it's like a few months out from release. I'm with We you. don't deal with this overhype thing. Like Cuz it's like skull I, and bones. Situation. I want to play this game, and then you're going to sit on it for years. And while you're sitting on it, you're going to overhype the crap out of it.
0: I have a yeah. game in mind because of the Metroid Prime Four.
3: Like I would have been better off not knowing about it. Is like, I think enough people were like, I want to know it. it's out there, but the problem was the whole reset development. That game's got to yeah. be close to coming out. It's, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think that's a
0: good discussion for, um, being potentially a launch title. Normally we get a 3D Mario at launch, like with every console, we have a 3D Mario launch since it's 64. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's got to be so close that we got to be getting that. And I think that, I think that has potential to be a, Cross-platform game because you know Zelda's do that all the time. Um, you know, Twilight Princess was on GameCube and Wii U. Yeah. Breath of w- Breath of Wild was uh, on Wii U and uh, Switch. So I think it's p- possible that it comes it's to. Never, mind.
3: It's never been a system, so that's the problem. It's, it's always not, it's been no. like one of their weakest first-party title uh, series that they have continued to actually pump out games for. Yep. But, I, I mean eh, Who knows what the future holds? Uh, but we also got um,
0: with the Sega news: a Virtual Fighter reboot is rumored to be in the works, as well as a Super Monkey, uh, a Super Monkey Ball title exclusive to Apple Arcade. Which ugh, ugh. give me a new console one. I don't care about the Apple Arcade personally. <laughs> I I bought I bought it for a month to play that, that Sonic that dropped on it, and it's a pretty good Sonic for being mobile. But I just Dude, I have such a hard time with mobile gaming because I use my phone so much for work and other things that it's very distracting. And I, and I feel like I cannot put my phone and do not disturb for very long. So to have like a long gaming session on my phone is very hard. Um, cue Raid at Shadow Legends. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up. Chill yeah. Up for you.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll be a shill for Raid. Has anybody played that?
3: No, I don't play multiple games. I take it you have played it? No. Okay. Though, yeah. I did not was reading Unless I'm not trying to jump jump the ship. No, but go ahead. You know that apparently it's coming on 10 years since the whole Twitch Plays Pokemon thing happened.
0: I saw that, yeah.
3: Apparently, they're, trying plays, to like, they're bringing that back. Twitch Plays Pokemon, they're trying to bring it back for its 10th anniversary. Essentially, Twitch chat plays a Pokemon game. It's really, like it's really original, cool. It was such oh. an iconic uh, thing. I think a lot of memes about the the Helix God meme was like a thing at one point or something like that. I never,
0: I
2: never saw that.
3: Yeah. Well, like that just came of, out today, right, Mark? Yeah. That news. Yeah, it's like well, it's like thousands of people on Twitch chat essentially trying to beat a Pokemon game. Mm, interesting. It yeah. was obviously the the older the like the original game, but it's still like an interesting concept.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm for
0: that. That's cool. Um, we got. Did, what was there? Anything else on that line from that? No. Um, did, did we really talk Helldivers too much or at, at all? We didn't. We didn't. Yeah, let's nah. talk about that because that just came out. What yesterday?
2: Yeah, um it's doing really good. Um, it good. actually surpassed God of War for the best launch of a PlayStation game or a Sony title, I guess for um PC. Um and this is particularly on Steam. So they've been doing good. And and you know, I, it was weird because I'm like Helldivers. Hell divers, I know I saw that game somewhere. And you know it's 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 been a few since the first game came out. And then this is a completely different take. You know, it's fully third person. It's not a top-down um it is very it looks really polished i mean i've seen a couple of bugs but really nothing major and it just looks really fun i didn't play it personally but i watched probably like six or seven hours of streaming yeah um you know while working and stuff and i just had it in the background and whenever i would look over i was like holy shit this this looks really fun um what do you guys think it's something you guys are gonna pick up um, so I
0: think for Probably me it's going to be a, um, a sale <laughs> game but it looks really good and you know what it's surprisingly done better than I expected because nobody was talking about this game and the only reason it had any discourse again was because of the state of play and like yeah. it didn't really look that good in the state of play to me in my opinion it didn't look like anything great but it looks like, like, I a, feel like... a good game
2: yeah, I I feel like a lot of people discredited it because it looked in a sense um a lot like Destiny 2 and I feel like there's been so many shitty news about Destiny 2, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like every time I read an article now it's like something really really bad stuff about it. And um and when I saw Helldivers I was like, "Jesus Christ, this is so fun." Yeah. Like it looks like something that I would definitely pick up whenever i had a question of like what do i want to play kind of just zone out like it's a it's a difficult game too but it looks like something that i would pick up on a regular basis yep. to kind of zone out and forget about real life stuff for a minute i mean it's
0: essentially starship troopers right which i'm a fan of i think it looks yeah.
2: okay um
0: i i I'll play it probably later on, and I considered getting it to talk about so we could have like more in-depth conversation on it. But um, there was just too much, and we didn't we didn't mention the um, I got some other stuff from today, but we got the the Final Fantasy um, Rebirth demo. I did play that, played through the whole thing. Talk about Um, essentially, you played through a flashback scene, and your data transfers over. Um, it looks beautiful. It looks really good. Um, I had a little concern that I noticed like on performance mode, it looked a little blurry with some of the fast movement like it would it would keep kind of blurry at times, and I went to go check to make sure it wasn't like just a me thing, and it looks like other people said the same sort of thing, but in general like it it does look really good um it's a big jump up from the first part. Like massive jump up. It, it really looks good. It plays good. It's very fluid. Um, but yeah, you play a flashback scene, and you do get to play as um, Sephiroth uh, as well. So that that's cool. You can play as both. Um, but it, it is definitely a jump up, and I saw a lot of good things about it. It took me about an hour and a half to get through, just playing straight through, not messing around. Just wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's a whole flashback scene. I like that your uh, data you know carries over to the game. I like when they do that cuz it makes it gives more of an incentive to play. If I I plan on playing the the base game. So I thought that was uh good stuff. Um, very fun. I'm really looking forward to that game. Um super excited about that. So that is good stuff. And then I saw that Ubisoft commented today. Uh, the CEO commented about the Xbox stuff. And I I'm not even going to try to say the CEO's name because I, I, I'm i not even going to try. I'm kind
3: of French name.
0: Yeah, something. Uh, Ubisoft believes Xbox going multi-platform would not have a major impact on the gaming industry. He uh, pointed out that Microsoft's biggest gaming subsidiary, Activ- Activision Blizzard, has long been a multi-platform publisher already. Um He said that recently the many of the Xbox exclusives, such as Starfield, could soon be going multi-platform. Microsoft promised an event on the 12th, so he he essentially buys in that. He's like, hey, this this isn't going to be a
3: big deal, and it's happening. Maybe for the studios that just acquired, but I think as a whole, it would have an impact on the gaming sphere as a whole, especially if they take a, a... Major step back as far as the hardware itself goes, or they bow out altogether. I think that would have a, a huge impact on the industry as a whole, Me too. So maybe for his studio or certain studios, maybe not as much, but the industry as a whole, yeah, I think it would definitely have have impacts. But well, I just don't know what they would be.
0: It, it like ends the the quote unquote console war, right? Because Nintendo has yeah. never been in competition with anybody.
3: Like they're in there, not own in the last way. twenty years.
0: Yeah, since a GameCube, I don't think it's yeah. ever been in competition again. They said we don't care. We've Got our first party releases. We'll make this beefy enough at launch to to bring other games to it. But um, well, some sometimes with with the console I mean, it's,
3: for the most part, it's kind of show Nintendo can do their own thing and kind of stand on its own on two legs for the most part.
2: But yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, but they're just they have so many gamers that they're losing out on. Um, I don't think they care. I, I, think it's I, know like, they, I know they don't. I know they don't. I'm just saying, like, a lot of the times these consoles see exclusivity as a good thing, which, at the end, like, if you're an actual gamer, like, I know so many adults, they're like, I'm just going to own all three of the major ones because I don't care. It's childish. I just want to play video games, right? And I don't think, especially when it comes to games, right? I'm not even talking about consoles. I'm talking about, you know, if... You know the Mario titles. You could buy them on Xbox or PlayStation. They would be, I truly believe, so much better off. But
3: yeah, I don't know. Nintendo's never uh, going to do that. They're never going to relinquish control. No, of that I stuff. know,
2: I know, I know. I mean, saying, like, do, do you? I mean, does it make sense what I'm saying?
3: No, yeah, I understand. Like, but if you look at from a business side, it's maybe not always that that. Cut clear because i mean we've said it before these are businesses they're going to do what's in their best interest or what they feel is in their best interest and I agree. Maybe they don't no, I agree. they don't always want to relinquish a form of control that you know we could only just make the games but you know we could lose some control over you know uh you know how how we make the money how you know the hardware is that we're making the games do we have to you know give something to some of these other you know, if we publish it to yeah. on a on a playstation Does Sony then have some amount of control over what we're publishing on their platform and stuff like that? The other thing I'm sure there's there's concerns.
0: The other thing to bring up is that everybody I know personally that is like actually into gaming like we are, whether you're on PC or console, always owns a Switch. They they have it just for the first party titles, and that's it. I play everything else on PC. I play everything else on my other console of choice. That's how it always is always
3: it's a it's affordable now that especially with your adults and it's really cheap and it's just kind of like a i think that's what they banked on it's like you'll buy this console because you want to play our first party games because they're that good so yeah secondary is
0: what i've yeah
3: that's what it is i mean it's a secondary console for people they make their money anyways regardless whether it's a primary secondary so they They don't i I, I think they just don't care Yep. i mean i know people that buy the console
0: just for pokemon i'm
3: like that's it like that's all they play bought the switch originally for Metroid prime four. Like that's the only reason I bought the switch originally.
0: You got screwed on that one.
3: Yeah, I kind of did. Yeah. Hey, but at least I got, you know, prime one. So I'll take yeah, what I can get.
0: That remaster. So good too. I love it. Big fan. Well, what do you think about two
3: and three though?
0: What's your, I, mean, I think something. it's inevitable
3: if you're going to have four because one, two and three is a continuing story as much as the first two games <laughs> don't really, are, 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 don't really. Uh, I don't want to count that, but <laughs> what uh, Prime One and Prime Two don't really are. You can play them independently of each other, and it's not going to affect it. But once you get to the third game, it's very really obvious where those two games kind of kind of fall in. Yep. But I think if you're going to continue that story into four, it makes sense, and it's not like it's going to cost them that much to to bring two and three, um, uh, to the Switch. We, what's weird is, um, it I.
0: I'm shocked that they didn't do well, I guess kind of not because it did sell pretty well. Like it was a best selling Metroid game, uh, besides Dread. Like 3D Metroid is a best selling, like it sold more than yeah. all the others. Um, Dread did sur- surpass the remaster, but that's kind of be uh to be expected. It's a new game. Um, but we didn't get a it also finished
3: it. No, I was gonna say Dread also just kind of was the end of a of a series of a story.
0: That's true. And we didn't get Trilogy brought over, which was what I thought would happen. Um, it was on Wii. It was on Wii U. Again, you could buy it on the store. But you could buy the Trilogy. Um, yeah, I, so they're definitely going to do 2 and 3 separately then, right?
3: Well, I think you have to at this point because I think two is 1 and 2 are the easiest games to port. The problem with 3 is it was always designed with motion controls yep. first. Like played the game; and it was very obvious it was designed. So, how do you? Obviously, you know, if you are playing it on the Switch, the the, the Joy Cons aren't really designed to to do that kind of stuff. Like, it has to be Fair ported one. to a to a controller. So, that's the only thing game that would I would assume is kind of like the hardest game to port. But it had some form of a controller support when it came out originally. So, yeah, you could use a classic
0: controller with the yeah. So, um, I, it concerns me because. Skyward Sword is really, really good on Wii. So motion controls, I, they're gyro on the Switch, so which is just yeah. by default not accurate. It, it, it's not an IR sensor. Um, by default, gyro is just not accurate for that. So I was so disappointed with the remaster for that game that I never even beat it, and I love Skyward Sword. I didn't even beat well, it. It just felt so bad to me. The Both game so was bad. so
3: gimmicky forced motion controls in the first place. It was never going to be a, a, an easy game to even port without like rebuilding it from the ground up.
0: Well, like it has non motion control and it. it's just terrible. Like it feels, yeah, you could tell
3: that like, it just it does not work. For the, yeah. It was designed for the Wii. Yeah. It just,
0: like that kind of sucks. But um yeah, I hope for the best with those. Um, but Fortnite, i to mention, to add into that just just because uh, they added Shredder into uh, Fortnite, so that's kind of cool. Play with the, the turtles now. Um, Who isn't in Fortnite at this point?
2: Like <laughs> right? that's a bigger question. Right. Crazy
0: Lego Fortnite. Uh, that that was uh, crazy to me. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it looks like that. Um, just to add on to the Switch Two stuff, it does say. They're set to announce it in March, which again, I, I gave my sort of thoughts on that. I don't know that they will. That I, I don't know. I feel like they would announce it in the earliest, like summer to me, based on like what they did with the Switch and the Wii U, the way they did those. So I don't know about that one, but um, uh, developers have already had access to it for a while, apparently. So it's also saying that, yes. It's going to be significantly beefier hardware, um, so that that rumor eases I mean, some concern.
3: I guess. I mean, that makes sense. Like, if you're if you want games at launch within the first year, it, you need a few years to to have access to the to the to the software hardware of the system that way you can develop games for it. So when it launches, you know you've got games kind of kind of coming out for it. Right. But yeah. That's, that's ultimately true. we're not gonna we're not gonna know until they announce it. So. Hey, Kurgle, what uh,
0: Steam sales did we have that you were yet brought up? We had
2: quite a few, right? Yeah, so there's a couple of things you guys can grab that that's really good right now. Actually, there's two games that you can grab on Epic Games for free. Um, there was sales on Rockstar Games, so you can grab Red Dead Redemption 2 on a sale, Max Bane titles, all the GTAs. Um, there's also Mudrunner, which is a really fun game for our country boys. Um, where you can go mudding, um, transporting stuff with big trucks. Uh, it's only $3.99 on Steam right now. Um, actually, Armored Core 6, uh of Rubicon, is uh, on 30% off. There's also Steam's Next Fest, where you can check out a bunch of demos for free, um, a bunch of titles that um, are coming up. And then also there is the Lunar um, Lunar New Year. Uh, sale as well, and also Halo. The Master Chief Collection is ten bucks, so I might grab that actually. Um, so yeah, some really nice discounts, and yeah, check out Epic Games. You can get some free games. So okay. yeah, yeah, I was I was
3: poking around on uh, on Steam, and apparently uh, m- most, if not all, the uh, Yakuza games are like under ten dollars right now. Yes, yes, Ooh. yes. Actually, yeah,
2: I saw that. Nice. It's not like
3: obviously it's like you know for like three and five it's three remastered version obviously but like I yeah. I was just poking they're like oh all these games are like on the under ten dollars for like however long it's gonna
2: be yeah it should uh-huh. tell you um Yakuza there it is um, oh until the fifteenth till February fifteenth yeah yeah
3: nice yeah or you can get the whole buy the Yakuza collection bundle and it's like forty four dollars so the price of like a new game you can get essentially. Most of, of the or like all the games.
2: Oh, actually I'll, I'll
0: I highly recommend I playing playing the series though. It's 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 really good. Like it, it's uh I mean Yakuza is essentially a continuation of Shinmu, which is like you know, a cult cult classics Shinmu one and two. Um and I, I've been playing since Shinmu 1. Uh there are a few that I missed, like there was Yakuza, whatever the um origin games were, Yakuza what, yet like the prequel games i did not i haven't played those there's two of them um but yeah i mean it's totally worth diving in ten dollars a piece
2: that's a good deal I, I would highly recommend that and then also there's the the yakuza like a dragon which is the, that's the newest one right yes
0: yeah no no yeah, That no, one, the, the new one just it? came out the new one just came out well
3: there's there's like two like a dragon games out right now it's like i think it one is like the ishi and then it's the the one that just came out
2: yeah. Well, yeah. Like well, before those, the Leica like Dragon was the the newest one, and that's yeah. currently at eighty percent off. You can grab it for twelve bucks. Thank you.
3: Yeah. Um, the best part. That's, that's one of the benefits of, I guess, if you're going go to go all digital on PC, is you get, so you can get some great deals on Steam if you wait wait long well, I'm for literally games. thinking
2: about grabbing this right now. You should. I buy. It. I might grab all the, the Yakuza games. So, there's, so the, there's the there's the Kiwami. There's Yakuza Zero, Kiwami 2, 3, Remaster, zero, 4, Remaster yeah. 5, Remaster 6. Yeah, that's the whole collection that, bundle. The seven
3: games for it says it's 69% off, but it's at $44 and three cents. Nice. I just clicked on one and when I popped up on the sale, like to buy the game individually, it's got the yeah.
2: bundles. Well, but I wonder, are, are they all connected? Yeah, they are. Yeah.
0: They they there's, there's a few, a few that, that are exactly zero. Like I said, like a prequel where
3: I think uh, they're, they're the most. Want Me is a remaster of the original game. I think, it's the original game is a really old game. Oh, that started on Legend. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It says yeah, it yeah I think that's how it is. is. Yeah, remaster yeah. from the Gama on four K on on cap frame right? So I mean, if you you, see. you click on it, it'll it'll tell you that for sure. Man, that's crazy. I, yeah, I'm probably just gonna buy this right now. I'm broke, but this is a good deal. <laughs> that is a really good. Deal. I mean. I mean that's that's literally like months of streaming for me right there.
3: Well, there seven games know, for the price of one.
2: <laughs> Justified. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So I mean, I, I, it's a great series. I I got to play the new one. There's there's so much right now that it, I just know that I'm not going to be able to get around to. it. It's not a priority to me. But like a dragon was really fun. Obviously, you got to be in the turn-based RPGs because it—it was the most different, in the entire series, way different than anything else. And then now they've done—they're doing the Yakuza series as Like a Dragon and like a Dra- like a Dragon, like those games or what I forget what it is. There's going to be two different series popping out, and one of them is going to be the um, beat em up style game, and then one of them is going to be turn-based RPG. So they're going to mm-hmm. do both styles, which is which is interesting, um, and like Dragon did surprisingly well for being a turn-based RPG because companies are scared to do that now because it just does not they don't do as
2: well. Like I watched some of it; it's it, it is turn-based, but it's it's a more engaging engaging turn-based. Like it still feels. So it's not like a static like you take a field like like Baldur's Gate or you know any uh, kind of it's different. Yeah, much. yeah. It's I mean I watched I I probably logged in like 20 30 hours of watching people play specifically like a Dragon um <clears throat> granted in like kind of background as I'm as I'm working but it was you know, it was enjoyable to to watch as much as I did. Um but yeah, those are some games that you guys can grab and um I do have to go now, unfortunately. Um, I want to talk about video games for hours on end, um, but I got to go put the kids to sleep. I'm sure Sure. Brandon and um, Mark have some more things to talk about, but I will see you all next week. Thank you all. All Have a good night. See you later.
0: Um, So Mark, this uh, this is pretty interesting. So this news popped out about four days ago. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Early Days Collection is com- coming and that um, bundles some of the first the first games essentially that were released and several of them are ones that we never got here. So a lot of more handheld games, but this bundles Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, Duel Masters 4 Battle of the Great Duelists for the Game Boy Collar, which launched in 2000. Um, it'll be available for Switch and PC, it looks like. Um, but Konami has not announced the other titles in the collection, so my my assumption is they they might go with some of the the console ones as well. But I mean, it's cool that we get games here that were never localized and brought over. Yeah, I mean, like
3: I'm I'm long past the the whole Yu Gi Oh phase at this point. I'm going to be realistic, but it's good that they're bringing some of these, some of these older games back over. Yeah, yeah, I,
0: I I don't know if I would pick it up or play not or not, but uh, I did play a lot of them as. As a kid, a lot of them. Um, my favorite is Dark Duel stories for the Game Boy Color. So I would love to see that brought over. I, I would,
3: if they brought that I one think, over, I probably would play that. I think I still have one on the Game Boy Advance somewhere that that I've had for years and I haven't played since. <laughs> there's a
0: lot on the, the GBA. There's a lot. There's a lot on the PS2. That's what I mean, They're saying like dual
3: To be the fair, Roses. there's not a whole lot. To the game, it's just a card game on a console, so it's not like it was really expensive to to develop.
0: Yeah, no, you're you're right, but it's it's cool. I mean, it's still cool nonetheless. Yeah. And for Yu Gi Oh fans that that don't get much content or you know stuff in anything but the card game, it's it's cool, and it, it gives the opportunity to um, experience some of those games that people may have missed. You know, yeah, and I'm, one of nostalgia
3: too. Yeah. Every time I think of Yu Gi Oh, I think of like the 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 VR meme. Or the dude is constantly playing the the pot of, the pot of greed. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> it do be like that, Yugi. Because Joey has a a New York accent for some reason.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. It never <laughs> made any sense. And then you hear like the um, Japanese voice actors, um, yeah, just so different, so different. They went a weird route with uh, the localization of that series. Do you remember? Um, so they would have, I, I forget if it was on the tsunami block. I know it was at some point, but when it first came out here, I remember watching the first episode when it premiered over here and it was right after Pokemon. So it was a Pokemon new episode and then Yu-Gi-Oh! But the thing that was hard for, for me was that our bedtime was 9 o'clock and it came on at 9 o'clock. So it was
3: like... You never got to see it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. so I hardly ever got to, to see it unless I like tried to sneak into it or whatever. Um, But do you remember that? Like it came on after
3: Pokemon new episodes, something along that to some degree. But I I always remembered it being more on the. I remember more the tsunami that was aired at like five o'clock, not the Saturday night one. More often than not, by the time it moved to yeah. Saturday, I definitely it, it didn't watch it as much. But when I when I think of tsunami, I'm thinking the 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 after school tsunami. That's like the it's real prime time, if you ask me. Yeah, that, I, that's fair. It, it's just really, it's really hit or miss with some of that stuff because I, I wasn't always, it w- wasn't always something I would consistently watch. It was just kind of like a, I'd watch it if I had time or if I was outside doing something else, that's kind of what I was doing.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. I mean, there was a tsunami, was weird because there was, it changed times a lot and what they cycled through was really weird on how they chose the stuff. Like Sailor Moon was on tsunami. Like, I mean, um, that kind of
3: makes sense.
0: Yeah, well, and then, like, the non-anime stuff that was on Toonami was a little, like, they aired stuff that did not last long at all. Like, really weird stuff. You go back and watch, like, some compilations or uh just, like, the history. For some reason, I get this nostalgia
3: for Toonami all the time. To yeah, so, be like, fair, I think they, whoever was in charge, really botched what Toonami actually was with dude, just some yeah. weird decisions with shows.
0: Tom, um, at the end, like... How he looked, he looked like a a, a robot from wall Like it was really yeah. bad, really really. I never bad. cared about
3: the whole on um, Sega. I was oh, like, I, I did. That was, did I, did. I did. I, it. I, I, I never cared as much. It was like, come on, get to the show.
0: I dug it. I thought it was cool. I thought it it, it gave it like its own branding, which I thought was
3: yeah it did. But I'm, I I just liked it more as a. I really only remember it more as a bumper than anything than anything else. But that's fair.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um yeah, what apparently it looks like they were showing um the PS5 sales. I mean, I'm not shocked. This is from today. Not shocked, but I, I am kind of shocked that they're to this extent. So essentially the sales are a two to one sale. So there's almost double the sales on PS5 versus Series X and Series S, the two consoles. Um
3: or what exactly again? So, PS Five out is outsold. Oh, just Xbox the console two to one. Yeah, I. I mean, you just look at game exclusive. That that definitely makes sense. Well, that
0: adds for the last like the... two
3: generations for the PS Four and now PS Five. The the Sony exclusives are just on average better one for one, and there's there tends to be more of them. I mean,
0: Xbox realistically hasn't done well since the 360. Where in that generation they did better than
3: PlayStation on sales. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the end, it really wasn't that big of it. like the PS3 at the end of its life definitely closed the gap at the end when they kind of fixed their initial botched launch of that that console. Oh, that was yeah, that was the problem. Like like the 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 second half of that life definitely closed the gap, but you just don't think of the PS3 as the sales being as close as it actually was in the end.
0: Yeah, the other thing was that PS3 Obviously, developers got better at it, and I believe it was when they released the Slim hardware. change to make it easier for developers, but uh, the PS3 had a it. Also, sp-
3: wasn't stupid expensive. After a while, they're like, "Let's kind of gut some of this hardware that doesn't need that yeah. didn't need to be there in that launch." I mean, the six hundred dollar launch. Much. The Blu-ray was great, but it made that console massively way way too unaffordable compared to what the 360 was doing.
0: I agree, and it's weird. Um, a lot. I want to say I can't give an actual number, but I want to say at least seventy five percent of the games perform and look better on the three sixty when that shouldn't be the case because PlayStation had access to Blu ray, and and the Xbox doesn't, so it holds way more data. It's faster by nature.
3: Um, so you yeah. So I it. I just I just pulled it up. And technically, according to this is just Wikipedia, this is the first thing that popped up. Technically, the PS3 outsold the 360. So they're saying the 360 sold 84 million and the PS3 sold 87.4 million. That's worldwide worldwide life, life, life cycle sales. So obviously, maybe in the US, it might not have been that. But the fact that technically the PS3 outsold the 360 is crazy.
0: That is crazy. Cause that is not what I thought. And
3: um, I want to see if I can't find a, a, something other than Wikipedia to verify it, but
0: yeah, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, like if you look at, uh, almost all the games, um, the, the better way to play is 360. There are some exceptions, but not many, like a, as a, a collector, um, I, I dive deep in all that. Most of the, um, multi-platform games are better on 360, which should not be the case, obviously. Um, but PS3 was hard to optimize and developers struggled with it because it had a cell processor, uh, which was it was entirely unique. So for them it was hard to maneuver. And that's why for a long time it took years to build up that PS3 library to where it was like solid for multi-platform games. Um, but they did, I think it was the Slim that that changed that, but um Eventually it did do better. Uh, it was easier to develop for, but they still struggled. I mean, they were blu-ray discs. and like the thing that sucks about that is like if you're a collector and, and you're looking to collect and, and own these games long term. Blu-rays have way less of a chance and, it, and it'll probably be after our lifetime that's an issue, um, way less of a chance to get disc rot. So I mean, DVDs just they get disc rot easier. Now, I think 360 games were pretty far off, but if you're looking for like to preserve or have a collection later on down the road, like Blu ray disc is your best bet. But unfortunately, there's actually a lot of games that just do not perform well at all versus like the 360. And then there's other ones where the 360 just runs at a stable 60 and the resolution looks better.
3: Um, Yeah. So So I, I was, there was a note on here that said the, uh, the final sales are greater than the reported figure so i don't know exactly as far as the that whole ps3 thing so i don't know exactly what that means but hmm. if they're, they're just if they're they're accumulating but that's kind of the reported thing and that's that's crazy that is crazy i mean the but i mean the we still blew it out with over 100 million sales yeah well but by far blew it out that generation which
0: that was that was like a revolution that, um to me, I thought would probably
3: never happen again. But we we've seen it switch at this point. Like, I mean, I was looking at this some of this other stuff. I mean, because I don't know because when they count this is DS sales, obviously it's every single version of the DS rolled into into one sales yeah. figure. It's only like a million sales behind the PS2. Yeah, I know. The second. PS2 sold about hundred fifty five, and every version of the DS one hundred fifty four. That's kind of like a I wouldn't consider every version of the DS to be the same. That is crazy. That, yeah,
0: I knew that one. That
3: it but That's the same thing with the Game, Boy and the, Game Boy and the Game Boy and the Game Boy Color combined sold a, a crap ton. They did, yeah. Game
0: Boys were, were everywhere. They were cheap. And DS's, I mean, DS just, like, there was three iterations of the DS. The DS Lite did so well. When that came out versus uh, the original uh, DS, like, they just, they were everywhere. Everybody had one. Um, it you know it was a it was a really good portable system. Like in general, it was just a good platform. So that's one reason it did well. And It was it yeah. wasn't it was pretty cheap for for the time. So
3: and I mean what you said, obviously the Switch sales are, are dropping mm-hmm. off, but it's the third best selling console as it stands right now. And if you just take you know home consoles kind of out of it, you take the DS out of it, it's like the it's number two to the PS2. Though it's they they classify as like hybrid, but it, it is what it is.
0: It's a con. I mean, at the end of the day, it, it's a console, like yeah. it, it's not
3: sand. I mean, it's also but, the PS4,
0: yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy. And like, here's the other thing, too, is that Switch 2 comes out. We, we who knows, like, we don't we don't know, um, exactly no like what's what happened, yeah. And and the Switch will still stay around for a few years, like, we're still going to get games released for the Switch for probably a good four years in. If not, we might see this generation for Nintendo be the platform that gets the uh, games for the longest when the next console's out. I feel like it could out like the PS2. I got sports games. Oh
3: uh,
0: god, what was the last one? 2014 I think. FIFA 14 I want to think is like the last That's game. Crazy. That's crazy. Was,
3: well the PS2 was just that easy to develop for. Dude, it it, it was yeah, I'll, I'll double check. I, guess, but I think it was fourteen. Because to me, the big question is: Would they are they going to continue to use the same cartridge style format? Because that's going to determine how long the switch itself could last. Obviously, yeah. some games might drop the support for the old switch if there's that big of a hardware jump. But I mean, if it's using the same kind of uh, you know the, the 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 cartridge, that means the switch will probably will have a, a long supporting lifecycle until Nintendo hard says we're not going to support it anymore with newer games.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing. If it's backwards compatible, I think we, we see games released for it for several years to come. And the other thing is like the discourse on like what is gonna be the last first party Nintendo game, like what what's coming? Like how how long is Nintendo gonna support it? it? We won't people, know. <laughs> we won't know, but like here's a weird thing. I don't know if you know this, but for the last couple of generations, obviously handheld. Um Pokemon games have came out after the new console is already out, like, the next the next thing, handheld, even. So, yeah. like, the DS, Black 2, White 2 came out when the 3DS was already out. For 3DS, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon came out when the Switch was already out. So, like, we see that all the time. Like, I, it, it, there's a potential that Pokemon is one of the, the, the last things that we see for it. But even, like, the 3DS, like, we got a Luigi's Mansion remake That came out when the Switch is already out. A Metroid game that came out when the Switch... I mean, Samus Returns, Like that's an amazing game. And that came out, Switch is already out. Uh, Kirby, the last... What was the last Kirby on there? Planet. I think it was Planet Robot. We always get a Kirby game, too. That's the other thing. Always get a Kirby game when the next console's out. That's happened since the NES. So, it'll be interesting to see how long Nintendo supports it. Other companies, they're going to support it for a while. Like, there, there's yeah. such an install base for the switch that it would, it would be kind of dumb for some of these companies to not,
3: you know, I mean, it's talking like the, the weed it, it's, it maybe not to the degree of like the PS2, but it had a fairly long 2020 you know, for just dance
0: was the last Wii game. Yeah.
3: Cause before. it's like, oh, it's, then again, it's it, that, that's pretty much a copy and paste of the previous game at that point.
0: It is. I, so I bought it. Um, here's a funny story on that. Um, Mike, I'm sure, get some backlash on this one, but I bought five copies of it at Walmart. They were $5. They marked it down to $5. That game ended up being worth, I don't know what's going on here right now, but because it's a final Wii release, it was very sought after by collectors going for like full sets that wanted the game. And I sold, I sold all of them. Um, I listed all of them at the same price for $80 on eBay. Sold every single one of them got them for 5 bucks. Like I knew I wasn't going to, you know, hang on to them cuz I, I don't care. But yeah, the last you PS2 call that game, a, a scalper at that point. That's not a sc- that's not scalping. Yeah, that's reselling. Like I, I'm not I'm not that's what is. is.
3: I'm just buying and
0: reselling it at a higher price. No. I so I didn't buy them to at the time when I bought them, they weren't worth anything. Yeah. So eventually in around 2020 or no, not 2020, Um 2022 is when I sold them all. I, I bought them knowing that I would probably do something with them. Whatever, um, I thought you know, like fifteen bucks or whatever, use them for trades. But yeah, they ended up being worth quite a bit. The last P- PS2 game we got was Pro Evolution Soccer twenty fourteen.
3: That's crazy. Man. That is crazy. That's that's like a fourteen years support cycle.
0: Yeah, the the we years something like that. PS2 were on different levels, man. Like they were just unreal. But I mean, like I think the Switch has potential to especially for like indie games or games that are not obviously trying to take full advantage of hardware or don't need to i I think we see games for it for the
3: next at least four years at least i mean it depends on how long nintendo how how long nintendo's gonna wait before the whatever the switch 2 ends up being gets announced
0: and will they continue to sell a switch like
3: I mean, the switch is gonna—it's trying to close the gap on the PS2. That's they, that's the goal. What they're what can aiming eventually for. Eventually, outsell. They're aiming for. At that point, it. then you 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 want to continue to sell it. I don't know how much they actually really care about it, but it's it's close.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I well, obviously they they want to
3: do that. Like, I mean, they need like another good. what, fifteen fifteen to twenty million sales to to beat it realistically.
0: Yeah, the the only thing on that which is still, I mean, it's still highly possible. If they, you know, if they sell it for the next, say they sell it for the next four years, which a lot of, you know, the 3DS stop support or they stop selling it. in, I want to say 2020 or 2019, I can't remember the year that they stopped selling it, but they ended up still selling them and they discounted them
3: like a hundred dollars for a 2DS. So Well, because they had all this stock they still have to get. Once they stop, like we're stopped making more, but we have all this inventory we still need to, to ship out and get rid of.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, and then, I mean, that just added into the sales there for that. So, yeah, I was looking at these crazy. Just like the Switch, Mario Kart was the biggest seller for the 3DS. Mario Kart 7 sold 18.98 million units. And for I, the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is a Literally, a Wii U game has sold more than any other Switch game, and the numbers are I mean,
3: crazy. That, that makes sense just for the type of game. It's easy, everyone knows what it is. And I, my question is how many of those sales were like packing pack-in title sales as well?
0: Um, I mean, that's a good question because it
3: took a while before they packed anything in. Um, but I mean, it had to have happened. probably didn't have that big of, a, of an impact overall. But I mean, I'd still be curious to know how much of those were. were, were here you can have a 3ds and eat a Mario game. Like, oh, that's a that's a that's a no brainer. Well,
0: this, this is actually good to add in because this is this is news that I didn't mean to add in before. But uh, their quarterly update came out three days ago, and it reveals that this is kind of a a, a big deal, and I'm curious your opinion on it. But 20 million um, Tears of Kingdom sales, which is significantly under Breath of the Wild, um, even though. Like has done really well, gotten 10, 10 out of tens pretty pretty much across the board. It's become my favorite game of all time. Um, it's it's a weird toss up between like Ocarina of Time. It, it's all Zelda pretty much for me as far as like my favorite games. But uh, it sold twenty point twenty eight million copies since launch, which is They did just come out last year. So there's potential to sell you know more. But Part it's the wilds had
3: like five six years to to make its sales.
0: It's true. Uh it just it, it sold such gangbusters that being not even close would, to it, it's s- kind
3: of wild. I'll say this. Breath of the Breath of the Wild was essentially it came out at launch, so it had the benefit of you're buying this brand new console and this is one of the only few games that's kind of out with it. Yep. It there there's some some nuance that discussion I have is of when you first bought your Switch, when it first had its huge surge in sales. You know, you essentially had a Mario game and a Zelda game. Now it's really kind of it. Yep. So it, it had a boost of, well, they didn't really have any competition on the Switch. As well as... Uh, it was on the Wii U as well. That's, I mean, not that... Yeah. That but most people bought contribute. it on the Switch. Like, let's, let's be real. But I think that, that's part of it. And then, uh, you know, it's... Probably a lot of people that bought it didn't necessarily care... Uh I mean, 20 million is still decent for within the last year, and who knows how it kind of goes. But I mean, you know, some people say, well, like, oh, I bought this. I'm like, it, to some people, it probably looked more the same, the same world, just a little bit more in depth of the story. Yeah, I would say if you were going to play one, I would just say just play Tears of the Kingdom, because to be fair, the story is non-existent. If you ask me in, in Breath of the Wild, <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom always seemed like that's what they wanted to do, but it would have either added too much time or they didn't want to continue to put that much effort to a game. They didn't know if it was how successful it was going to be. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, I, I mean, there, there's probably a lot that goes into those sales. I don't know what, what Breath of the Wild sold in its first year, but I'm just going to go with the fact that it had no competition as far as it's the first game out on a console that does yeah. not have a lot of, uh, lot of games on it.
0: I mean, the only other thing was Odyssey, right? Like, first party, I think. Yeah, and that came I out like six Switch. months later.
3: Yeah. yeah, like there, there was like maybe five games on the Switch at launch. That was okay. kind of like if you're going to buy the Switch at launch, you're getting Zelda. It's really the only other game you're going to buy. Like that's yeah, I mean yeah. That, that kind of inflated those those numbers artificially. A lot of people that I and mean, Breath of the Wild was a, a lot of people's first Zelda game to begin with. It was so. yeah, that's true. I mean
0: yeah, yeah it it changed the, the Zelda landscape forever. Honestly, like because it yeah. it brought so many people into the series. That yeah, like non gamers, it was one of those. Like cross dimensional or whatever word I'm trying to say, sort of games where yeah. um, it hit the mainstream in that sort of way. And I think, I think there's something to be said about um, uh, there were, you know, people that said,
3: like, oh, this is just Breath of the Wild DLC, like, sort of thing. Where people, I mean, it's, probably it's a, it's a whole think, new game, but it's definitely was built on the same image, obviously, built on the same engine, the same, the, same, the exact same map, but it. I play them like this feels like what they wanted to do originally, but they just couldn't or they didn't have time to or they didn't. Let's see if this works. And okay, this is the game we the story we actually wanted. I agree because the story in the first game is it's really bare bones. It's not a lot to the story. There's not. And And then to be fair, it doesn't really affect the story of the second game. And to be fair, like, Tears of the Kingdom kind of ignores a lot of what happened oh, in the first game. It does, yeah. Like, and what it, happened to all these old ancient monsters, these giant things, are kind of, like, just swept to the side.
0: I agree. And, and the other thing to consider is, you were saying, like, this is what they wanted wanted to do? Well, Breath of the Wild was a Wii U game ported to Switch. So, yeah. like,
3: they were they were really working with, you know not beefy hardware they weren't I mean it, it plays better than the first game and it it, it shows plus yeah. I think the first game came out what 2017 yeah yeah the, the 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 landscape of games coming out in 2017 was different than you look at what came out in 2023 not even on the switch but just in general there's a lot a lot of games that came out last year which I think probably played into yeah. people not necessarily picking up that game or not picking up right away yeah, I think there was a lot in favor with Breath of the Wild that, that benefited its sales.
0: I think so too. That that that's a really good point. And I was like, thinking thing
3: I was like, you know, a lot of game, a lot of good games came out last year. A lot of, at uh, the very least, a lot of big games were coming out. So it's it had a lot to work against compared to the, to its predecessor. Yeah.
0: I mean, I argued, which I've said many, many times. I think last year is in competition or is probably one of the best years in gaming ever. We just got so many. I mean, it was. It was crazy. I have not even got, probably played half of those that I've wanted to play. Like, you just could, it was one of those it was one of those years you couldn't keep
3: up and it was all, like, good stuff. There was just, like, great yeah. things coming out. Which means 2024 is going to be kind of a letdown, just because everyone dropped yeah. a lot of their good stuff.
0: It's not a letdown on the, well, for the most part, um, we are having a good start to the year, I think. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think that 2024 is going to be hard to the to top last year because yeah. i would say like 2003 and like 97 were probably like the best years if you look at releases it's generally what other people say too and i think that last year's in competition um easily or is the best year yeah it's i, I think so that, much. There's,
3: when you look at game sales or especially those two Zelda, it's like there's a lot of nuance to the discussion it's not just hard sales says everything because there's, you know, when the console came out, what year they came out, what competition on the console, what competition is just in the gaming market in general, kind of all play into how well a game does or doesn't do. And I think if Breath that's of the right. Wild came out the same year, would it probably perform close to what what Tears of the Kingdom is probably doing realistically? Yep,
0: I, I think that's, yeah. That's, but I mean, as long
3: as the game, as long as you made your money and you made a profit, I mean, the, the, the game succeeded at the end of the day. Yep. If If the game is profiting more than what it costs to actually develop the game it's 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 a it's a win
0: i agree and it looks like we also got pikmin 4 sold 3.3 million which is the best selling pikmin ever uh, super mario Bro- brothers wonder is sold 11.96 million copies since october 20th which is crazy that's a I, lot, lot, lot for it too time. it's it's re- it's really good uh, super mario rpg has sold 3. One uh three point fourteen million copies since its launch and that's surpassed the original game, which is also phenomenal. Like it, it's a it's a really good remake, and a lot of people didn't play that game and it's very expensive now. So I think that is a justified remake and it, it's just good. Like it sticks yeah. to the formula, but like if people want to play it now and get the physical copy, it's like over a hundred
3: dollars for a
0: loose copy of like a game.
3: A, what like a 25-year-old game at this yeah. point. Like it it kind of makes sense. Not not a lot of those copies probably have survived over the years. Right. And
0: it, it was a weird one where it was a collaboration with Square Enix. It did not sell well, but it was it had
3: a cult following. And it what year did it come out in? I'm curious. I
0: think it was ninety-seven, but I could be wrong. Um so Super Mario RPG, RPG,
3: right? The same.
0: Yeah, Super Mario RPG versus Ness. Uh, while you're looking that up, we've also got um, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. We were just talking about it. it it's yeah. went up to 60.58 million units sold.
3: Yeah, so it, it came out in 96, apparently. Oh, 96. Okay, close. March of 96 for Japan, May of 96 for the US. So it's not like it came out like the very, well... It came out toward, it, towards... It came out towards the end of its life. Yeah, it was one when of did, the last... When did the 64 come out? 98. I thought it came out earlier than that. 64. I got the. I thought the game oh, it came did come out. Came out. out it, came, it came It came
0: out before that. Yeah. It came out before that. Because Ocarina of Time didn't come out or came out in 2000.
3: Or, yeah. came out in 97. So. Okay. So, yeah, it came out the very. That to some degree kind of makes up. Everyone's probably looking at the 64. Probably didn't help the sales. Yeah. Obviously, it had a big install base of people that probably had the console, but at that point, Oh, what's the next big thing coming around? And I don't know what other games were coming out. And yeah, I I, I was, what, was one like of the three. last when that game came out. I don't know what lot that was around going around the, the the market at the time. Yeah, that
0: that makes sense. Yeah. So it looks like their quarterly sales pretty good. Oh, uh, Animal Crossing is up to forty four point seventy nine million units, which is the best selling Animal Crossing ever too. Uh, same with Mario Kart, best selling Mario Kart of all time. Uh, Super, Super Smash Bros. Be, Ultimate is up to, to thirty-three fair, point
3: sixty-seven million. How long has this Mario Kart existed for? I don't think they're going to make another Mario Kart game at this point. They're just going to release new tracks.
0: I, well, uh, this was a Wii U game, so like I, I don't know that
3: yeah, it's existed for the entire life of this console yeah. plus longer. So I mean,
0: yeah, I mean that's it's a good point. I hear and, those and numbers. Like,
3: and I'm like, yeah.
0: How do you top? Here's a really good question. How do you top? Smash Brothers Ultimate, that game has a massive, massive roster in comparison to any Smash Brothers game. How, I don't think you are getting a new talk. Smash
3: game anytime soon, not until the next console. Probably well into the next console's life cycle.
0: You think that has potential to be ported over since that's a, an original I think it's Switch a,
3: game? I think it's a guarantee, or they just they don't plan on making another game anytime soon and it's going to be ported regardless.
0: I, I, mean, I don't uh, know the developer i believe he said that that was his last uh or not the developer but the creator um oh gosh i can't think of his name who's the smash brothers creator i, I know you he he, said he's not doing anymore i can't think of his name that was his yeah, last
3: one that he's involved with that's not his it's not his call without well, there's another gaming mean, that's gonna be nintendo design. no we no. want another game you're gonna make it instead
0: uh, sakurai <laughs> i should not know that um, but yeah he, he had said this last one he's involved with He. Obviously, they're going yeah. to make Smash Brothers probably forever. Um,
3: I just, I mean, I mean, I don't know where you go or what 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 you do that's different at this point.
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know either. Like, it's it's the install base is crazy. The character roster and playing fields are crazy. Like everything about that game. Like it 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 gets consistent updates and new spirits and things to it. I think there's um, a chance
3: where it becomes that whole game is a service type thing where it's like we're just going to port this game to the new console and just continue to support this kind of like, it feels like what they're doing with Mario Kart. Yeah. Why make a brand new game from scratch and we can just add new tracks over time. We only have to develop new tracks and then port the game over to whatever the next console is going to be. Essentially. Yeah. I mean, for the games like those that to, for a business that does make sense, why build something new from the ground up when we can just add to something that already exists and just make minor tweaks as we need to.
0: It does make sense because like I, they're not, you know. When's it been since they've innovated on, you know, Mario Kart in general? Maybe maybe
3: seven since with what, the the yeah, flight sliders. Yeah, that's the last one, really.
0: That did anything new? Like, doubled, I mean, double dash brought something new with the two.
3: But to thing be fair, and, like they never really need to to massively innovate on it. We just want new, fun, entertaining tracks. That's true. When you look at round. the old games, what do you think about the most? You think about the tracks. Yeah, some of the vehicles, like the the motorcycles, were cool. But when I like when I think of the 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 Wii version, I think of some of like the 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 tracks themselves, not the carts, not not who I could play as. And if you could bring those back on a on a game that I already have, and it, it cost me what ten dollars for eight new tracks every yeah. every every year or something like that, like that's I think it's a it's a fair trade off. Yeah, it's, I, it's funny. If they make a brand new game, what I'm going to lose all these tracks. I'm just going to have the new ones, maybe a handful of old ones, and I have yeah. to wait forever for them to redevelop new tracks.
0: Yeah, I, I did this uh, short. It was supposed to be funny, and I put on there, which I actually don't think this. My my favorite, I think, is is uh, DS for sure. Um, but I put on there that Mario Kart 64 is the best Mario Kart. And a lot of people said, yeah, it was. It, so for some reason, it it, took off, it took off this week. It's got it's got over 50,000 views. So people were all over it commenting like I, there was a bunch I had to get to today. So it's like going crazy. And most people say Double Dash.
3: It's it's underrated. I never it's one of the few Mario Kart games I never actually owned. But I, I you think played at my house, of, right? We played. Yeah, I got, got a lot of undue bit. hate. It was a really unique, interesting idea. I don't know. That it. would be nice I for them it. to bring back. But I don't know how you implement that into Mario Kart 8 uh yeah
0: it's like just some of those series it's like what the heck do you do now to change the game and like that you know argument can be there for people when they are not a fan and look at like super mario brothers wonder like this is just more of the 2d that we've gotten, which i don't agree with but like how much do you innovate on these series like moving forward how do you change these series enough to to make them different or do they even need to with any of them? Like I don't think they need all. to, just
3: new or maybe maybe a one or two new things to kind of spice up the gameplay itself but people play 2D Mario just because the core concept is just fun, entertaining, and it can be challenging. Like, yeah. I could go back and play Super Mario 3 or Super Mario 1. They're old games, but they can be challenging and it's just, like, I just want to, if you want to play a, pa- a platformer, they've perfected the platformer, you know, two decades ago. Yeah, Like, they did. You don't need yep. to do a whole lot. You don't need to reinvent the wheel, just you know, don't make it the exact same game, you know, one or two new things here or something like that. And just, just a small tweak. Like the, uh, I think the last major tweak they had as far as kind of 2d Mario is when they introduced the, the multiplayer aspect to 2d. Yeah. They like didn't need to do a whole lot to really make it in an, an entertaining game. Like yeah, right. not every game's going to be, you know, this amazing thing, but if you just want to play a 2d platformer, you know, Mario does it and does it well every time.
0: Well, see, like there was a lot of conversation that um, when the rumor was around that uh, 2D Mario was coming, uh, people were sick and tired of the new Super Mario Brothers series, as was I, because we got four of them. And like, realistically, now, a lot of people didn't play two on the 3DS. I did. It was it was different. It had this weird coin aspect to it where you collected all these coins and build up trying to get a million and like that was the end goal like if you wanted to 100% the game you had to get a million coins and uh, a lot of people uh, hated on it but people were tired of um by the time we got new super mario Bros. u deluxe on the switch like it was the same if you go back and look at the original they they were like they were the same new super mario brothers on yeah. the ds it just looked better and and yes it had new power ups and and all that but if you look at like you know the, the history of Super Mario Brothers before new, new Super Mario Brothers two D wise, they were all so different. Like three was a whole different game than one, and two yeah. was like its own weird, quirky game that wasn't I'm like
3: a Mario game. So I'm like, yeah, you need to kind of spice it up. But I think another the other problem that I saw with the new Super Mario's was too many games too quickly. Like take four years between games. Yeah, that way. You know, you're not you're not burning out on new ideas immediately and you're giving people the time to play a game. And it's by the time you're like, instead of getting sick of them or it's like you're not doing anything new, it's like, oh, you know, what's the next game going to come out or something like that to where it's not. You're not yeah. just like dumping a new game every year, every two years where it's like you're getting so many of them that the, the, the differences become minuscule because you can't just dump uh, all your ideas in this new game. And now we right. got to think of some new two years from now or something like that. I think that, there's a, there's yeah, a balance. Yeah. I think if you gave more time between games and don't use the same title, you know, it gives yeah. time to, to breathe life into a series. It gives you time to develop and to think of something that could spice up the series.
0: One, uh, so one thing, I, I remember the, the date and everything, but um, the original New Super Mario Bros. when that came out in 2005, that was a massive deal that we were getting another 2D Mario and they were remaking the first one. Like that was, it was such a big deal. And that one, like they did introduce like some new things to it too, with giant Mario. You got the giant, that's where the giant oh, yeah. mushroom was introduced, and you just smashed through, you know, the levels and, and like it was uh it was a massive deal at the time. But I think by the time that we came out, because we was the second one, and then two new Super Mario Brothers two was on the 3DS. I don't know what the naming scheme with them, but um, by the time that came out, that was unique because it introduced a multiplayer with four people on the screen but then too, a lot of people hate too and like don't like the coin thing and you was just like basically we with some new power ups yeah. and like people kind of hated the um multiplayer after a while because like it was if you were playing to like try to get through the levels it was very hard people bouncing on each other uh four players like that on
3: a 2D plane on one screen like it was I mean- it does something new and it spiced up the game a little bit, but obviously, you know, if you want to be able to play through a game, you know, single player, then then, then kind of do that. But I, yeah. I think of one of the series that kind of popped in my mind that I feel like did it right and kind of took its tank, uh, took its time was the was the Yoshi Yoshi games with the Yoshi Island, yeah. the original, yep. the one on the DS, which added more multiple players and it kind of transitioned to to Yoshi's Woolly World where they've kind of yeah. taken their time. They, they don't feel samey. They don't feel uh, like you're, you're rehashing. It's just new ideas every you know handful of years that we make a new game. And I think it's it's felt, every game in that series has felt kind of refreshing.
0: Yeah, I have the one on the Switch that came out where it's the, like, it, this one's like a weird style where they had, like, obviously the Yarn Yoshi, but this Yoshi is, like, yeah, it's the, the, the
3: Woolly World Yoshi. The, the, is that games. the Switch one? Yeah, I, no. think, I think, I don't know if it's a new or a ported version, but that's the same type of
0: game. Yeah, it's it's, it's the same sort of game. I'm going to uh, check it. But uh, yeah, that, but they've always. I felt like that was like the least innovative, though. The game is good, but the problem with it is it, it is uh, super short,
3: way too easy, and it just doesn't. It that's doesn't, like every. Outside of the Yoshi's Island on this nest, they've all been short. Like, like, you go back and play your story world. crafted world, on, the, on, the, on the 64. Switch. You can beat that game in like an hour. Like it's I not know. long. Yeah, it's I have not gone back and played. It's yeah. But, uh, you're right. You're the, right. I think a short, easy game to play isn't always the worst thing, especially, you know, it's like obviously these games are probably geared towards more a younger audience, but that's not a bad thing to have, a, have a short, easy yeah. game. Cause sometimes like, I don't want to spend 10, 12, 20 hours trying to beat a single game, especially platformers. That's it, that's it can true. get re- redundant after a while, repetitive. My uh, but my problem with this was no, at sixty dollars. It was like a four hour game. Not fair <laughs> so enough. Okay. Maybe it was like forty dollars. It would make more sense. Yeah, I'll give it. But oh, I sorry. mean, the the one thing that I liked is it kind of kept the same aesthetic through like as far as like the Yoshi Island type games. They have a lot of the same aesthetic as like this is like a cardboard type. Right, yeah. Where Even with the Yoshi stories, it feels like, like this is something like that was built like in a kitchen or something like that, or like in a kid's room. I, I do like that they have maintained that that aesthetic throughout all the all the games.
0: Doing something unique, yeah, that, that's yeah. like
3: different. I, I
0: like that too. And then, I mean, like if you like Kirby, for instance, those are always very short, easy games as well. So, like, yeah, the same could be said for like the sixty dollars. Yeah, not Kirby every dollar.
3: game needs to be twenty hours long. <laughs>
0: Um g- give me just a sec. Talk to them real quick about uh I think we got some comments in the chat. Give me just a sec.
3: Something. Okay. So I've done this for forever. Hey, what's up? Uh escalated uh friend. friend. Friend, Oh yeah, yeah. I can't speak. Yeah, Yoshi Island, Yoshi's Island the original one is definitely one of my more favorite Probably you know, at the very least, if not my favorite all the time, it's in my top five. But some of that's the nostalgia. And I think of Mario. Uh, that's that's a kind of a hard one because I have a nostalgia for the Mario all star on this NES that kind of remade all three the original games. And I do like three is probably one of my favorite platformers. Uh, i was trying to think uh, some of the other other games. As far as my yeah, I think the I think Mario Mario 3 for me would be like my favorite one. Um, uh, but there's a lot, of, a lot, There's a lot of nostalgia that goes with that. Hey, welcome back. Hey, uh,
0: so what, what, what were you talking about there?
3: I was just uh, this uh, escalated fr- uh, friend was asking like the favorite Mario game and stuff like that, and I, I me personally, I think Mario three as far as the Mario All Star Collection is probably like my favorite, favorite Mario game. Yeah, I like. There's, that there's, there's a lot so... of, there's a lot of nostalgia baked into that, but. Yeah, you know. yeah. All Stars are really
0: good. They brought it to the Wii in like a really cool anniversary package, which I never, I never, I never it.
3: played it. It's, I remember it's, you. Get it's the same.
0: It. It's the same game. It's exact yeah. I mean, it's, it's literally a direct where they did nothing to it other than, I guess, I guess technically upscaling it. But because
3: uh, I, I played the original three and then the All Star three, and I'm like, I just prefer the All Star three. It just adds a little bit more color, some background. It's it just looks better.
0: It's good. Yeah, I, I like it. I'm a fan of myself. Um all, all three of the remakes on that are, are really good. So it's a good that's a good collection of games that people don't I feel like they don't talk about that much.
3: So they're old, they're, they're the original, but I mean they just really knock. as far as platformers, it's basic, but it's good.
0: Yeah, I'm a fan. Um
3: another
0: thing I was gonna bring up here. <laughs> we got it's kind of funny. So this is today as well. Florida Joker abandons GTA 6 lawsuit, but he still wants a voiceover role in the game. Yeah, have that's
3: seen, not that we that wasn't going to go anywhere. Have you have you seen about this stuff? Yeah, I saw it when I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> I'm like, they're obviously referencing you, but there's enough of a difference to where legally you've got you. You're going to lose.
0: How could you imagine just being referenced in a GTA game, though? And you're like a nobody. You're I just like, be like that's dope. Yeah, that's that's my thought. I was like, hey man, I'm in I'm in a game that is going to be one of the biggest selling games of all time. GTA five is massive. GTA six, I think, with the install base for that series just gonna blow it. Blow GTA five out of the water over time. And I think they've got a long term plan with GTA online that's gonna it's just gonna sell gangbusters. But yeah, yeah that's that's stupid. That's stupid. I want a voiceover role like, dude, you're like in a video game. For the rest of your life. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, man. like,
3: just just take it for what it is. Yeah.
0: And then um, I did see that Suicide Squad is getting its season one content. Um, I don't know if anybody cares, uh, but it is continuing like the actual plot of the game as well. Like they're going to continue the story. So not just like the live service, you know, multiplayer yeah. stuff. Uh so that that is interesting. And I feel like again. I feel like I've been saying this since we started the podcast. It's going to be a game that is going to probably get better over time, probably get a lot of improvements. It's a live service, so, like, yeah, nothing at launch. It runs like crap, looks like crap, but it's going to get better. Yeah. And it'll probably be one of those, you know, with, like, I feel like every live service game, like, um, obviously, like, like Des- Destiny was like that, Anthem. um, what else is live service? I mean, even Fortnite, like when that started, like there was, there was no content at all. And it was not even originally um, a battle royale game.
3: So yeah, uh, the, the, that came about and they it dumped the original idea. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they just dumped it. They just I, dumped it. Oh, we're still making it. Nah, we're just going to dump it. I yeah. did see something. It was kind of small, but apparently uh, Kodukawa bought the developer that made an Octopath Traveler. Oh, oh really? So essentially, the same parent company that owns From Software now owns Octopath Traveler, which means we're getting in. I don't know, I'll talk to it myself. We're gonna. I'm hoping we get an Octopath Traveler Dark Souls, you know, merger. Just brutally difficult. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's interesting. Um, no, I was kind of saying, like, all right, so now I'm waiting for that Octopath Dark Souls crossover. You think it'll uh, happen? Octopath to just be brutally difficult. <laughs>
0: Okay, I hope not. And you count me out because I am terrible at those games. Did you play Octopath Traveler 2? I, I have it, but I, I still played the first play. one,
3: but I played like two hours of it.
0: It's oh, a man, good I game. love it's the
3: first. There's game. a lot of other I don't it's it's a big time sink for me, and there's other games I that are I would I want to play first, so I feel it. Yeah, I like, um, I'm I'm I have, glad that style of game is popular. Me too, because
0: I mean like nobody cared. Nobody cared anymore about turn-based RPGs. Yeah. And um like it has a really beautiful art style like it yeah, is a it was a unique looking game now there's several games that look like it but it was unique like it was it was cool and i feel like it kind of reintroduced the first one reintroduced turn based rpgs to because it was it, it sold well like it was a good game for what yeah. it was and uh it was on you know it got 10 out of 10s 9 out of 10s so
3: Good story based game like turn based when done right. Turn based uh, combat is not the the worst thing. It's when it becomes repetitive and you get bogged down in like some of those old turn based games where it's like that you're all you're spending is in that turn base. If if the fights take too long, then it kind of feels like it's kind of the game. The pace is slowing down way too much. I like Pokemon did turn based right, and that like a lot of those battles are pretty quick.
0: Yeah. Or if yeah. you're in something super intense, it's, it's a long one, but that's, but they're, they're kinda, that's a way to do
3: it. But there is also simplicity, like certain styles, certain attacks. But when you, at least when you're playing the computer, or even when you're playing with other people, like the, the battles don't stay way too long. That's true. Um, and have other stuff to do in the game that's not just the battle itself. I think kind of help those games as well.
0: Yeah, the bonus, the, the extra stuff to do is is a big deal. I think as well. Like um, Pokemon, there's just so much you can do in those games, and like you're kind of focused all you know all around. Like I level up these Pokemon, and like I want to also evolve them, but also hey, I'm trying to get all the badges so I can get to the Elite Four. But hey, yeah. these you know all these side things to do. Uh, but if we, you wanna. Yeah, no go, go ahead. Um I was just going to say Take-Two also announces a significant cost reduction but says it's not layoff. So they announced that they um assured the public that they won't be laying off employees for now. Uh but the news Two days later
3: they're laying off employees.
0: <laughs> right? Exactly. They they said we are currently working on a significant cost reduction program across our entire business to Which maximize
3: <laughs> to, to max playoffs are coming there's no other way you're going to cut costs
0: yeah basically this is all PR speak saying that they're trying to yeah. Treat, yeah. achieve greater gonna,
3: leverage as a, as we roll out our release schedule so yeah you're right I'm yeah. not buying the BS the only way you're going to cut that significant cost is if you cut jobs and it's it's happened across the industry wide in, in gaming and IT like, yeah, how many times have they said we're not going to cut jobs and within the next week or two? Oh, we're laying off like a thousand people or something like that.
0: Like, I one hundred percent believe that they're going to do layoffs because every time a company says that they're doing something like this, that's yeah. what it
3: leads to. It leads or to well, or we looked into it, but we determined we have to lay people off. It's the only way to, to cut the money that we need to cut. Bungie did the same
0: thing. They, they were trying to reduce costs, said they weren't laying people off, and then look, you know, the start of the it's a year, code Bungie that-
3: layoffs. At this point, like, why even say thing? You say then that everyone's like, "Oh, you're laying people off." It's just a matter of time.
0: That's a good question. Why would
3: you say this unless you do plan to lay people off? You know what oh, I mean? Uh, like, this th- is a- that's not for the general public. That's for either the employees, but more importantly, that's for investors. That's 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 corporate speak. to investors that? Yeah, you and me at the end of the day that impacts us like. Not at all. Like, I don't really care. Like if I'm going to be real, like it doesn't affect me at all about when a company lays people off because I'm not in the industry that that affects the people that are getting laid off. And that's infecting affecting like, Hey, investors, we're trying to save money. Like, don't, we don't want you to go away or something like that.
0: Yeah. It's uh, the other thing is like, they usually do that at investor meetings. And a lot of that does come out, but a lot of it is also behind closed doors. So it's like, I don't know. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's an investor thing. Um, it's probably prepping the employees like, hey, I might be, I should probably hey, start looking like for another job. job.
3: You're like, oh, crap, am I going to lose my job? Well, I better start, you know, figuring something out. <laughs> the problem is you just don't know how long it's going to be, but it's. It could be. Weeks. I would say within, within, within a month, you're going to probably hear about layoffs. If I they don't, I, I would be surprised.
0: I one hundred percent agree. So that that's because they I mean, they're a big developer. Um kind kind of a kind of a big deal. Um, but yeah, I mean, people are losing their jobs, like it it sucks. Like it doesn't affect us directly, but it affects other people and it's like it, it's a it's a crappy situation all around and like these yeah, these companies they're just out for money. So I mean that that's their business. So if they're, you know, not making enough money and can't justify the people like it happens in every industry, but I think that we are we are coming to what could potentially be like a semi uh, video game crash too. Um, where, where I mean, you're just seeing it—the layoffs this year. It's only the ninth man. We've we've reported on layoffs every single podcast. But
3: to be fair, I mean that's that's hitting the whole IT industry as a whole. But to be fair, like you had to know this was coming. With how many crap games they kept pumping out that were like, this is not a good game, or it's like this is not what we wanted. The, the the games that people aren't buying, it's like the, the AAA industry probably needs to have a, a a crash of some sort because it's just it's just boring, repetitive, same game after same game, and it's like, or you look at the, what we talked about last week, the suicide 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 Squad game. It's like this is just a nobody wanted this game. Like, who thought this was a good idea? Yeah, yeah,
0: no, I that. I- It's it's so true. Um, Banking all your money on these games that they have no idea is going to do well, or even worse, that they think for sure, oh, this is going to be a massive seller. Like this this is part of the Arkham series. This is gonna this is gonna sell gangbusters like the other ones. And like realistically, no, it's not. If your game is crap, and if your game gets you know delayed three, four, five times. And people know it's not a good sign. People
3: know. People know at this point. It's been going on for so long. People
0: or it's are like aware.
3: Maybe you can you put out a good game. Then you put a bad one. Like, OK, you, that game still sold well because people bought into it. But after a while, people become hesitant to buy a game. And it's like, well, they put out some bad or mediocre games. I'm, I'm going to wait and see what the game actually looks like when people review it. And then when you hear it's not a good game, it's like, oh, I'm not I'm just not going to buy. I'm not even buying, I'm not going to look at it. I'm just going to ignore it pretty much. I mean, from the, the first presentation when that game got announced and shown, like
0: already right then, people were not on board. It got, it got um, so many dislikes on uh, the original trailer for it. It, it got downvoted on, on Reddit. Like, it was people were not, not at buying it. They were not it. And I think it. it
3: shows that the AAA industry could be good because Baldur's Gate 3 is an amazingly well done game. Yeah. But did you you remember what happened around Baldur's Gate 3 right before and especially after it came out? All of a sudden, uh, uh, all across the me, oh, don't expect this to set a new standard. I'm like, you're just running cover for these industries that don't want to put in the heart and effort into a good game. Yeah. Because when you do, you it sells extremely well. It reviews yeah. extremely well, but you don't want to. You want to put out a bare bones game and then just suck the money out of out of all your customers. That's what a they really want to do. Yep. Slimy industry. And that, but that's not gonna last forever. Yeah, people you'll find people that enjoy the game, but as a whole, that's just gonna the industry can't continue to pump out million dollar garbages that that lose money or yeah. are barely breaking even. These companies,
0: I like at the end of the day, they don't we don't need games that have that are multi-million dollar games. Like we we don't we don't need those. There's so much um below in these games that come out, even good yeah. games, there's still a lot of bloat. Like there's, you know, people like, Hey, we don't care that this, this actor's, actor's li- uh, likeness is in the game. And you paid, you know, $800,000 or a million dollars to
3: do that. Like we don't, don't care. I don't care about motion capture. It's yeah. not going to affect a game that I buy. You're just wasting we, money.
0: Exactly. Like there's this expense that could be dropped down and it could save these people's jobs or they're investing millions upon millions of dollars into these games. And like, the live service thing, like we talk about all the time, but the model is not sustainable for long term. It's just not like there's a couple of games that do it right and do it very well. And obviously, like Fortnite, that does it very well. And it does it right. And, you know, whether like people like it or not, it does do a live service game right. Um, like I give it credit. You know, like I said, I but I, I,
3: I want to check it out so again. since many- It's been so long, but. I'm going to say this. There's only so many customers that have so much money and so much time. Not every game can't be a live service game. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's why you look at the MMOs. Like You can't pump out 50 MMOs and expect them all to succeed. No, you're going to have like maybe five do well, and the rest are going to crash and burn. Because kind of like a live service game, I'm investing a lot of time and effort into this game. Like I'm not going to yeah. do that with every single game. And I was like, "Well, I've already invested in this game. I'm not. I'm not wasting my time on you."
0: The other thing I is mean, like, like these live service an oversaturated games, saturated market. The ones that launch for 60 dollars, like a live service game, it, it's a game where a, it's like if you buy it physically, kind of dumb. Like you're not getting anything on the disc, and like it's it feels weird because most of these games all launch with like minimal content, and you got to buy all your other stuff to. You know, it, it, you buying all the microtransactions from the start because it's a live service. It's the model and people are seeing through it now. Like people are seeing that, oh, like I don't want to to invest three hundred dollars in this game to to look kind of cool and and you I know have, have some weapons. to invest.
3: I can't afford to invest that that mo- that, that money based off you know paycheck. And the cost of just, you know, rent and food is expensive. Like, I don't have as much money to throw at these games for you to continue just to take advantage of me. That's the other big thing. That's a good point. I think that plays into it.
0: You're right. I think it does, too. The cost of everything, I think, I think that does play into it. That's, that's another good point. So people just don't have the money. And the thing is with these games, the cost that they spend on the live service, usually they're not making their money back until they make the other sales. Right, like the base yeah. game usually is not paying for these games. That's why these closures and things are happening. They don't make the money back unless they sell all this microtransaction stuff that they want to sell. That people just can't afford now. They just want it to buy a game, be able to play the game, and that's it. They don't want to buy all this extra stuff. And um, there's already
3: um, so so many games that exist. There's, there's like too many. If, 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 too you're many. Not, if you're on PC on teams it's like I don't need to buy new games. Like oh, I'll just I'll find a single player game, but it's not going to be a game that you made yeah it's gonna be a cheaper game that I bought on sale that's it might be five ten years old, but it's you know far more enjoyable, and the developer actually cared you know to put you know a heart and a soul into the game, not just to yep. you know steal my wallet and steal my money
0: and that that's one of the other things too I think is that like a lot of people nowadays because they can't afford it are not buying these games until there's a sale and so when somebody buys a game at twenty dollars that they were already losing money on you know. Buying it at 70, they weren't going to make their money back from you. Yeah. That's the other thing, right? Like, they're not even making their base game price. It's not a sustainable model. Like, they're, they're not looking at the future. And if they had, you know, Sony was essentially going full force. That was their plan. They, they announced it in 2020 that they're going, you know, we're going to make a bunch of live service games. And now look, the model has flopped and is failing and is making these studios close. And it's like, You should never put all your eggs in one basket, and you should never, never spend that much money on a game because there are very few games that it matters.
3: Oh yeah, because oh, it's doing really well there. Like yeah, it's doing well there, but like not every game can't do this. It's unsustainable. It's not enough people and or money. Like if I'm like I I play one MMO and it might as well be the only live service game that I play, and that's like the only one I play. It's yeah. I'm like I I don't. Maybe you want to call Rocket League a live service game, but that's I bought the game. And that's it. I don't need to buy any other content. Like I just play the game.
0: Yeah. We we don't Uh, like people like us usually don't care about what the, the vehicle looks like or getting the newest skin for, I mean, uh, you know, it's just stupid. I think
3: most people are only going to play one life service game because of the time investment or the the cost or something like that. They're only going to play one game. They're not going to pay play 10 life service games. Right. Yep.
0: Yep. And I mean like a lot of them have, uh flopped like in the first year or
3: two, like Godfall, it closed down within a year of coming out. Because Anthem they get close to making their money back. And it was a bad game.
0: It was a bad game. And and Anthem was another big one where it was like a I forget the number that was put into that development, but it was massive. They they sunk money into that game. They were and never gonna make it, the money back. It flopped so hard, man. It's the like, game uh, was
3: soulless. I saw some of the, some of the, some dude, the live service. There's, there's not a heart here. This was, game was just designed to make money, and that was it. That's part of the reason why it flopped. If there's no heart and soul and enjoyment to the game, people aren't going to buy or keep playing your game.
0: Yeah, I, I played Anthem probably six months after it came out. I bought it on sale. I, I was not going to buy it full price at a live service game. I, I probably never will. There's going to be... a it's got to be something I'm really excited for to ever pay full price for live service. But anyway, I played it six months after it came out and still sucked. So, you know, I wasn't I wasn't yeah. a fan. But we also got um, Marvel Spider-Man Two update with new game plus launches in March. Uh, a studio said on Twitter that it would reveal a more complete list of changes and new features coming with the update as March seventh gets closer. Uh, the uh, The update was initially set to come out in 2023 back in December. Um, but they announced they delayed it to early 2024. So they set a date March seventh, adds New Game Plus, and they'll tell us what else it
3: adds later. So did we talk about because you I I'm sorry, this is completely not related, but you mentioned the New Game Plus. Did we talk about the the Like a Dragon New Game Plus crap last week? Mm-hmm. No, what what happened with that? I didn't I don't think I even saw Oh that. the 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 uh, new game plus is oh, cost like a D it's a DLC essentially.
0: Ugh, Stupid. That's so stupid. And for like a good game too.
3: Yeah, it's it like oh, we wanna want an extra fifteen dollars out of you. Most people don't play new game plus to begin with. Like let's be they, real. I I
0: I'd never have. I've I've never played a new it's game just plus. Just replaying
3: the game again, maybe a little bit harder with all your gear back. Like that's all really a new game plus is. And most games that I play, I don't like, care to like I, I have just have played. Time. The
0: game. There's too many games, man, for me to play the game again right after with like minimal changes, like yeah Eh, no thanks but they are adding that mode um this is a free update i believe and uh
3: it looks like should be free
0: it should be yeah and it looks like they are adding other content that's unannounced so that's it's a um it's a good game i was a little underwhelmed with it just because of how good the other two were but it felt like more of the game and for some reason the combat, although it was supposed to be much better to me, it felt kind of soulless. Like it just didn't feel as good as like Myle- Miles Morales or the first one to me. Yeah. But it's by no means a bad game. I just don't think I also don't think it did as well as like Sony expected because it's not sold like crazy well. And it's not it's not like a massive upgrade to it. Like other than the story, like it doesn't feel like a, a big shift from You know, the last one, which like Miles Morales came out in PS4 as well. So it was developed for PS4 and just launched with PS5 as well. Uh, So we hadn't seen, you know, um, like an actual PS5 uh, exclusive uh, for the Spider-Man series until this. So it just didn't feel like a massive upgrade to me, but uh, it is interesting. Um, So have you played that? I haven't
3: played the Miles Morales. I haven't, but I haven't played it. (laughs) That one's really I bought bad. it when I bought my PS5. And it's been on my shelf for years now. It's good. It's worth playing.
0: I like it. And it's short. It's not, it's not long. When I say short, like 10 hours you can be there. I or bought something.
3: Godfall and I, I've never played it. You're not out of luck
0: You're out of luck on that one. It's why, just a piece of plastic. Why the heck would you buy that? That's like the Overwatch 1 Like uh, GameStops are thrown away. You can't do anything with the disc well, no,
3: either. I, I bought it at launch. of the games I just got at launch. Cause like I didn't, I didn't have any games, but
0: I got you. Yeah, I mean, I, I bought Anthem, but I, I also only paid like fifteen dollars for it. So
3: yeah, I paid full price for all those games.
0: New, no, thanks, not, not for me. Um, are you into any sports games anymore, like at all, or
3: Rocket League? And then probably once the new NCAA football game comes out, I'll, I'll, I'll get that. But I think I'm. Other than that, I'm, I'm not, not really into, that into sports. One too. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really either. But if I buy that, it means I'm going to buy that game and not buy another one for 10 years. Because why buy, you know, a new game every year?
0: Yeah, uh, that's true. Have you ever played the Nier games?
3: I have both of them, but I've only ever actually played Nier Automata. I've got the Automata, original, r- the remaster. But I've just never gotten around to actually playing it. Uh, Nier Automata is a really good game. A very
0: good game. This says uh, the new Nier game is reportedly canceled. Um they couldn't find a good monetization strategy for the game, apparently. So and then like, uh, mon- you just sell the game. Like what are you talking about? Monetization strategy. I have no idea. It says uh uh making a new near game of Square Enix stopped development in December. It was reportedly a mobile game. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that part. That was in the works for nearly two years. It was gonna play right ex- directly into the story,
3: it was gonna be a full game. So I don't Yeah, that's good. I, I, I the question is how much involvement did, did Yoko Taro actually have in that game?
0: It's a good question. It says it's a a legit game, full game. I mean, it's not, not anymore
3: because cool. it's not. I'm glad not it, it, it was. I'm glad it failed just outright. I don't like mobile games, and it was it was nothing. It was guaranteed nothing but a cash grab.
0: Did you know this? Um, one of Tencent's other projects is reportedly a mobile version of Elden Ring. That's trying to emulate Genshin Impact's free-to-play model. It's Tencent, so of course, I don't know how that
3: how how that works with Elden Ring.
0: Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Um, I'd like to hear more about that because I wasn't aware of that. Um, But it it completely owns. uh, I didn't know Tencent owns Riot Games and has a forty percent stake in Epic Games. I'm not surprised on the Epic Games thing, but I didn't know the Riot Games. Yeah, that's that's yeah. interesting. I, I I mean, look, I you cannot blame because mobile gaming is bigger than console gaming. Uh, it sells more. Um, that's All just because, because everybody every, has
3: yeah. a cell phone and it's riddled with microtransactions that that people don't understand what they're actually doing. I I'm not, criticize if you want. Mobile gaming isn't gaming, and that's a bridge I will die on. <laughs> it's not gaming that's a hot take but i i think that most people that that watch podcasts probably agree but um well because every single mobile game you've ever had is trying to sell you something constantly that's not a game i mean even
0: nintendo did it super mario run you could play through the first three levels and you had to buy the rest the the thing that they did right with that game is that it was one purchase at i think it was either 9.99 or 19.99 but it was like a full game and you bought the game. was a boring game I hated it. It it was uh it was
3: not great. Um, the same thing with the mobile Mario Kart I'm like this is such a boring terrible game. Yeah, and all those games I dropped within a week of getting. I
0: mean, they still support the Mario Kart game, but the um Dr. Mario game that they Came out with well, that's been shut down already for, I think, like two years. Like
3: it, it was at, it was yeah, around they, for like two years. Those games largely failed, especially when you already have to switch a mobile gaming platform. It's like, well, right. I, I mean, I can't do that. They, they weren't fun games. Yeah, I'm, I
0: didn't like I'm, them. They, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of uh, mobile in general, but I did try every single um, Nintendo release mobile game. Uh, But I I largely agree that Mario Kart was just like not great, Um, although it's got a fan base like there's a
3: lot of players. And that's why it's still supported after playing that Mario Kart game. I was like, all right. Yeah. Sorry, Nintendo. I'm never going to play a mobile game of yours again. These are just absolute. uh, They're absolute dog shit games. There's no better way to say it. They're terrible.
0: They did suck me into um, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, though.
3: I did play that, but I never spent a penny
0: on it. And like that game, you could play just fine without spending any money. So I no they got me into that. And that was the last mobile game that I got into. I can't think of anything before that that I played, like really got into. That was it. That's the only one I can think of. Like I've tried a lot of them. Like I did the um, I did the the last Sonic game and that was like a, a legit game why they put it on apple arcade exclusive it's probably just because apple backed it um, probably but, but it is a good game and apple arcade
3: like is a one you know you pay for it every month you get all these games whatever to be um, fair, i only have apple arcade for one game and that's the it's a that's a taiko note uh, Tatsu game the the, the taiko oh. drum game
0: there's a mobile game
3: yeah and it, it gets regular updates as far as know. like weekly or monthly updates for the game but it's just the taiko drum on your phone
0: thing, Is there a can you use this actual taiko drum for it?
3: No, like a it's, Bluetooth? All, it's all, it, all touch screen.
0: Oh, that's but it's a, fun,
3: it's a fun game. It's like I'll play a game or two here or there if I've got time. I like taiko I like Ty- like a lot. Um, I I, I'm not the last at rhythm one. games, but they're just fun, mindless games. I just play on the normal mode because that's really all I can do. And there's, you, there's some good songs on there.
0: Did you get the one that came out last year on Switch? It's It's pretty good.
3: I think, so. I think I got most, if not all, the Taiko drums on the Switch. I haven't played played them in a while.
0: Gotcha. I was looking on here at the level one. I wasn't. I wasn't aware of that. Like it's they're fun
3: games. It's just I. I will never put enough time into it to ever get really good at those games.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not good at them either. But they're fun. Like I'm not. Good I can, at I can any play the normal
3: game. mode just fine. It's just the harder difficulties. But I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's I play it. It's a rhythm game. I like them. I I generally. Obviously, you play them because you like the songs. And I'm just like, yeah, it's, a, it's something it's something different.
0: Yeah, it, it, they're cool. I like them. I, I think. Uh, having all those Japanese songs, too, are just just cool.
3: There's also a lot on going on on screen. If you're like, not paying attention to the to the bar, there's a lot going on screen on those games.
0: There, There is. A, it, it gets crazy. Like, but that's I, why I'm I, not good
3: at it. When I was in Okinawa, I was able to play it. That game plays the best, the arcade version. If you actually play the actual Japanese game in the arcade, if that's where it plays the best, I've, yeah, I played, oh, I played. It's such one. a fun game. I, I got to play it
0: again last year, actually. Um, there there was one at Cleveland Gaming Classic uh, conventions. I brought one, so yeah, they're fun, man. They're really really fun. You got to play one
3: in Japan too, right? Yeah, one of the well by, before I think the arcade still exists, but it, I think when I left, is they were rebranding it. For, it was no longer Sega. Arcade, but the arcade wasn't actually shutting down; it was just rebranding to something else. Yeah, was around the time the, that. the Sega arcade crap was going on.
0: I remember that. Yeah,
3: interesting. At least I, I, I would hope it's still there. It, there was always people inside when I went there. Yeah, I mean, so um, half of half of the arcade was just claw game. It was what so half, of, like half or like a third of the arcade was just like claw type games. The the Japanese uh, were the claw games,
0: uh, gotcha games.
3: If that's what you want to call it, yeah. Uh, I mean, balls. you can win at those games. And there there are some neat things I've seen people win. Like, some really nice, like, uh, like like nice stuff. You can do
0: that here. You can win Switches and, and your Walmart and the claw machine.
3: I don't I don't think my Walmart has a claw machine. It's, the Circle Bell one, does. It still has I mean, that's uh, where some I arcade I don't games. have it. I don't have it. It's at the office. But I got one of the, like, a small little uh, Pokemon plushie that I want at one of those things. Oh, nice. I think, I got it, I think it's at my office. It's. I think it's a squirrel or Bulbasaur or one of those two. I spent I spent maybe maybe uh, maybe five thousand yen to get it. They're not five thousand five hundred yen. I think. What's that
0: can convert
3: to? Probably maybe five dollars, depending on the on the conversion rate. I would always round down, but on average, at least when I was there, I don't know what it is right now. On average, when I was there, somewhere between one ten to one hundred ten to one hundred and fifteen yen was about a dollar, so mm-hmm. if you know, about uh, about hundred yen is about a dollar, give or take the conversion rate if you're if you're spending less than fifty bucks that's close enough conversion oh.
2: uh so, so I was it gonna... like,
3: all the time you, you kind of have to get used to it right
0: yeah i I was going to mention too um I forgot this one earlier uh Hideo Kojima's um documentary called Connecting Worlds debuts on Disney Plus on February twenty third, so that's at the end of the month. Um, it is a worldwide premiere, and so it'll talk about um, essentially everything that he's done. Um, and I think it will it will touch on the new game as well. But I, I'm going to watch that. I'll, I'll watch that to talk about on the podcast because he's um he's an interesting he's an interesting character and he's, he's put out a lot of games that I've absolutely loved, but also has changed whatever the heck is. I don't know what's going gone on in the past few years with some of the things that he's came out with, but there is a, uh, definitely a market for like Death Stranding. I know people that like it, it just, it wasn't for me, but just because of his history and like his impact on the gaming industry, like I would, I'll watch it, check it out. It, it'll be on Disney plus. So like, yeah. yeah, most people have access to that, but, um, yeah, yeah. So that's that's cool. Twenty third of this month. So
3: be on the lookout for that. Um, is that something you'll check out? You think? Probably not. It's if it's on Disney Plus. I mean, I just canned my Netflix and Hulu subscriptions. I, I only have, have it.
0: One. I only have it because it comes with my um, uh, my. It's like a, it was free when I got my phone or whatever for several. Years, oh yeah, so I got it. I've, nah. I don't pay
3: for it so. I don't even I don't if anything, I'm on YouTube more than anything else. So the, the YouTube premium is worth it, especially since I use it on my phone. I don't have ads and I can play it in the background. But if anything else, like I rather buy their physical media or. I'm just going to sell the high seas if I really want something and I don't want to. It's stuck, though. Ha- there's a lot of movies I want to watch that aren't ever on streaming services, so it's a nightmare to watch stuff anyways. But yeah, I get out same same with just, YouTube I, for me. I, when I was digging into my budget, I realized like how much I'm spending on Hulu, Netflix, and I'm like, this is just a waste of money every year. That I'm like, I might not watch. I might go few three months without ever pulling up like Netflix. I'm like, this is just a, I'm just sinking Dude, I, money to this. I like it's I'm gonna cancel that right. Like it's, just, I, it's not it's it's a waste of money.
0: I watched two things on streaming last year the entire year. Two things. That's it. Went to the movie theaters. Uh, see the Mario Brothers movie. Went to go see the Barbie movie for my daughter. Other than that, literally do not watch anything else. YouTube in the background, or I will like actually watch it. But like seventy five percent of the time, it's YouTube in the background because I'm doing those. Like it was
3: funny. I was at the Best Buy, and obviously they're getting rid of like a lot of their DVDs and Blu-rays. I was I bought every like I bought like two or three movies and two anime series they had there just because like I'm like it's on sale. They're getting rid of like oh screw it. I'll just buy it to buy it. Yep. That's a good I, idea. I, I prefer physical media on certain things.
0: Yeah. If I, uh, I wanted to get video of um some of that, that Best Buy shifts to like see, cause obviously like uh, I saw pictures of a few others. It's like Bayer where they're trying to shift around what they're doing. I just wanted to document that. I wanted to get some video, but I also don't feel like driving, you know, 30 minutes to
3: get to a Best Buy just for that. They're but, used to, I used to always have like an, uh, There used to be like an interesting thing to go to Best Buy. I'm like, there's nothing here. Half of this is just, you know, washer dryer crap anymore. Like, there's no, like, why go to a Best Buy anymore? They don't sell anything interesting. If
0: I buy from there anyway, it's online and it's literally only because there's a deal that gets tweeted out. That's it.
3: I think their physical stores become so, like, there's no point to even just Yeah, the stores suck suck around. There's nothing here. Like, you might as well just shut down your physical store. There's nothing in here.
0: I agree. I agree with that. There's nothing there. Um. We got Star Wars Outlaws to release before end of year. Ubisoft announced this, I guess, uh, a few days ago. Um, But also, Assassin's Creed, codename Red, will launch by March 2025. So, by then, we're looking at basically a year or less, um, according to them. But this is like an actual statement. This isn't a a rumor. Um, But Star Wars Outlaws is...
3: It's got pretty mixed views. I I don't think it looks good, personally. I haven't seen anything about it, so I can't really can't really say. You should look it up because it's.
0: uh, Yeah, I used to be such a big Star Wars fan, and like I still am, but they've really dragged that property through the mud. Where I'm like almost like I won't wear my T-shirts with Star Wars. Sometimes I'm like I don't like the brand is so tarnished. Like I. I loved Star Wars and uh it sucks cuz like the only things that I'll go back to watch are the original trilogy and like I uh, out of, you know, the um the prequel trilogy, the only one I legitimately even semi-liked was the third movie and uh yeah, Star Wars has gotten tarnished for me, but there there's been so many Star Wars games too that like I even bought I bought the um YSVR2 Star Wars game and uh it's, is it worth it? it, it, it Not really, no. (laughs) Like it's not very good, man. Like it's okay. Like it's unique. It's not unique, but it's like it's it's cool. Like sort of experience, but it's one of those things. Like you play it once or twice, and like you're good. Like yeah, the the whole mystique of it and everything, the way it feels, just kind of wears off pretty quickly. And like PSVR two is
3: my first VR ever, and I have barely played it. Um, like I just it's never a reason to. It It feels like so much of a gimmick. Like I just, I, I, I get sucks. bored with it.
0: It sucks because like I can see where where it'll be. And don't get me wrong, like the games on there, like it, it's a cool experience. Like I played the Horizon game first because it came with it, and like yeah. it's it's cool. And I still do want to get through that one. Um, I still haven't played it in months, but it it's interesting because it you know it's actual story for the game, and I like those games. Um, but like. It feels like we need something like super unique on it for it to work the way we have VR now. Like that's a powerful VR headset, but like, look, we've already got that launch. I mean, that's that's not old at all. uh, That unit, and I mean, we've already got MetaQuest Three that's more powerful than it, and MetaQuest Pro, and now the
3: Apple Vision. Um, And like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this until we get some like SAO type. Like, I'm actually in an actual virtual world. Like, I don't think it's ever going to really become mainstream type thing. I don't think so either. And like you said, the Apple
0: Vision thing, I think that's going to put like, it to the closest that you might get with it right
3: now. But it's I, interesting. But it's like, even then, like, until you can, like, just, like, mentally be in the game and physically, like, if I move my arm, the character's in his arm type thing. I'm like, I just don't think it's ever really going to be anything more than, like, a niche expensive Accessory to gaming.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it might, you know, it could always be uh niche for a long time. Be honest with you, Ed. video games uh popped, in and said, "Yo, T-Mobile has a deal where Netflix and Hulu are free. So if you got T-Mobile, that's,
3: that's um, cool. I got Verizon. <laughs> There's a um, T-Mobile that's getting built. No, I think it's an at t or something like. That. Either T-Mobile or at t These get like right built next like, right where I work. But I'm like, I don't use you, so I don't have. A, I'm not.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: Verizon. Um, and like, I don't, Verizon might be expensive, but it, it has by far the best coverage, especially out here.
0: Yeah, I'm, I have Verizon as well. It, it's the same deal here. Like, Verizon just has the, the best coverage. And also, like, like a high end, like a,
3: a paying $130 a month for unlimited data and just me on it. But I mean, like, uh, it could be cheaper, but it's, I'm not breaking the bank on it.
0: Yeah, it's not necessarily cheap, but yeah, I mean, uh, you get, yeah, yeah, I, I prefer it. That's my thing. Um, we got uh, oh, apparently I't didn't, I didn't see this. We'll, uh, we'll be wrapping up here soon, so we'll, we'll stop off with this. And any question we did have a couple community questions, but uh, switch 2 is getting Persona and more Sega games uh, leaker claims. Um, it looks like they said uh, leaks about Persona 3 reload and claims that Sega plans are releasing original games playable epilogue. the answer is DLC. Uh, and also looking to bring jet set radio and crazy taxi games to switch as well, which is not something that we knew it was, uh, presented in what, uh, one of the state of play is I think, or. Yeah, I think so.
3: Yeah. So I do that... remember that, that,
0: that being announced. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting. And, uh, we'll get to the community questions. We just had a few here. I actually did not, um, I forgot to go through and grab everything. Uh, but the first one that we've got here is about the Xbox, and uh, pulling that up now. And we have Manny's Arcade ask: Is now the right time for Sega to introduce a new console to the world, or are we
3: better off without it? Considering the track record, I'd say we're better off without. But unless, like, until you get the uh, the hard Xbox is not going to exist anymore. I don't think it's worth potentially hopping in. But I don't know. That's a big. I don't know if they've got the money to to jump back in.
0: Yeah, I think it's too much of a risk. I think there's the the competition, especially when you bring in that handheld stuff that's like doing really well. I don't know that they could compete with like Nintendo or, which I think would be their prime competition, personally. But to be
3: fair. I, I don't think anybody's ever going to catch Nintendo in the handheld, even if it's a more powerful console. They're not.
0: They won't. It doesn't matter if it's you N- know, three Nintendo times. has
3: the games, and for everybody else that buys it, it's like, oh yeah, I can take it on the go. But like, primarily, I'm not gonna. It's not gonna be your primary gaming system. So it's like, yeah, it's neat, but like for somebody like me, it's like it's not worth the money or the effort to to get that.
0: Yeah, I agree. And then we also got uh, Getter eighty one asks. What has made you continue to enjoy games at our late ages, and do you think it's something that you'll continue to continue to do in the next 20, 30 years?
3: That's what do a- you got on that? I'm still
0: um, young. I don't. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, um, I I'm thirty. You're thirty too. I don't look thirty. Everybody I've ever talked to. Double say when I tell them I'm 30 people said that for me in, until like 27. I don't know. The guy I work with like 26
3: and they're like, Oh yeah. The older guy and they're like, like referring to him. Like I'm always the younger guy. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to ride this ship as long as I can.
0: Yeah. I, so <laughs> to answer the question, uh, yeah, what keeps me around? Time. Um, no, you're good. Um, what keeps me around is I just enjoy it. Like it, it's my hobby. It's, uh, Something that's just always kind of been there for me. And it just, you know, um, it's it's just something I like to to do in my free time. I'm passionate about it. I've I've been involved with writing or something for it for over ten years at this point. Um, I just have been super into it forever. It's just got an attachment on me as far as playing it in the next 20, 30 years. Yeah, I mean, I I I'm I'll definitely see myself. Still playing at 50 to what degree I have no idea. Will my eyesight still be working? I don't know. Will I be able to hear? No idea. But um we'll see. I mean, I, I still playing on it. So I plan yeah. plan on sticking around with, with with everything uh
3: gaming related for a while. So uh my yeah, interest has not dwindled, but no, yeah, but I'd say for me it's probably fairly similar, but it's a little different because like, you know, between doing doing online school and work right now, it's like it just eats up a lot of free yeah. time because I don't have a whole lot going on and there's not a lot to do in the middle of Wyoming. Uh, but I mean, probably in the future, it'll it'll always it'll always be there. But I, I, I imagine, you know, eventually it's going to drop off at one point. You know, once I, you know, decide to finally settle down and do something, do something different with my life. Yeah, uh, but it's just a matter of time. And I, I don't know, maybe in 10 years, I'm not playing at all because there's not time. It's it's really hard to tell.
0: I mean, I don't yeah, I don't have the time now. So like I, I don't get to sit down and play anything. I had to force the time in to play the two things that I talked about that were new, yeah. uh to even talk about those. And I mean like they were both like quickly accessible with game pass and the other was just a demo. So um I had to force that in. Time's not there. Um but I mean interest is still there. And yeah, like who knows yeah. what you know
3: time brings. Like I I can't um
0: I way, can't see the it's also,
3: future. It's also why I'm picky on my games. Like I got limited time, so
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it. Yeah, we'll we'll
3: see. Um, then we also got, uh, Fifty One asks.
0: Wait, hold on. Is there something that you would like to see come from Nintendo that has not been around in the mainstream for a while? Such as a new series we haven't seen since classic consoles, or something that was supposed to come out at some point and has not. I mean, Metroid Prime Four, but I don't know if that, that answers the first part of the question. I um, mean,
3: that's really the only one that there's not a whole lot of other Nintendo games that I or series that I play that haven't getting, been getting attention that I can think of. I'm like maybe Star Fox, but they always seem to butcher that. Yeah, so.
0: F zero is one for me. Um, uh, Earthbound, I we haven't seen anything, but I've never played an Earthbound games, so
3: I don't really have a, a an input in that.
0: I feel like you would enjoy Earthbound if you played it. I feel like, honestly, legitimately think that you would really like it. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are on those are on Nintendo Switch online, so maybe you can check them out. the The first one is on there too, Beginnings. Uh, which isn't like the one that people rave about, it's like a 8 bit version of the 16 bit game. Um, but yeah, I mean, like F Zero is, is one for me, obviously, Metroid Prime 4 that we do know about. Um, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing like, um, oh, what are the games called? Those flying games, there was one on the 3DS, there was one on S- Super Nintendo. Oh, Pilot Wings, I'd like to see oh, one of those yeah. again, those were fun. Those were fun, probably, and different, probably not going to well, probably not because i I don't know that the uh, 3ds one did well or not, but uh I wouldn't mind seeing that there's there are like quite a few Nintendo franchises that like have not came around or just got one game like there was there were so many Nintendo games on the Famicom that we never even got brought here, like yeah, I don't I don't know, but I think those are the big ones for me. F0 would, would be a big one, and um for sure earthbound. Um. So when, they, when we got another community questions, check comments. We yeah, got.
4: Uh,
0: Nathaniel, that's all I have for it. Nathaniel asks, "Do you think that we're going to get any more uh, mo- movie translations of video games in the next five years?" since we are doing so well with them now, and is there something that you would like to see come out?
3: I mean, I think it's a guarantee we're going to get more. Whether they're good or bad, they're going to keep coming.
0: <laughs> what, what do you think that we we get?
3: That Probably something else from Nintendo. It's just a matter of time at this point.
0: Um, that Yeah, I mean, I could see that, but I wonder what would do well um, that's not Mario or Zelda. I mean we got like the Pokemon like we got I think anything Poke
3: that's done any any Nintendo IP that becomes a movie if done properly would do well. Like a, a Metroid movie would 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 go a long way. Like if done right it it would be a really good, you know, space cowboy type type movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I And what else like Nintendo-wise, I would love to see like I, I think a Metroid movie could do really. I don't know that if it could do really well, but I think it could translate to a movie pretty
3: well, like a, or tie into a game or something like that. Yeah, I, if you really want a Samus origin story, that'd be the way to do it. Outside of because I think of the original, the canon Sam or as close to a can- that's still canon with the with, uh, with Samus. It's a mixture of playing the old games. Or all the five, all the all the mainline games, as well as reading some of the the manga tie-ins to that, really not easy, really hard. But I, I started reading into more of like Samus's actual origin story. I'm like, that would just be a good retelling of her origin. I think so, because so. it was never actually a part of a game we actually played, but it would expand on like how she got to where she did. You know, minus the the other M. If you don't like you know that story, which I didn't hate it. I just thought it was a it was a botched the way they told it was somewhat botched but
0: yeah um i think it i think it could translate well and yeah i mean like the thing is too with i think it's a little bit easier because like metroid origin the original metroid metroid 2 i feel like did not have like significant story I feel like Metroid Almost Two legitimately had
3: more than the NES. Metroid, the first two games, the, the story is essentially non-existent. Like, yeah, pretty, it's, it's pretty Zero, much not there. Zero Mission gave it somewhat of a story, but it's just a it's just a game, or it's a the it's just a game. What, what would become a, like a Metroidvania type game, like explore yeah. the area, kill the bosses type thing.
0: I agree. There, there was basically no story there. It, it was, you know I mean, I a
3: story know. did exist, but it was either in the, uh, manual, no. the manual or it was like a manga. Th- Type tie in to the yeah. actual story, so it's like it's not in the game, but there's an ex- there's a, sh- a story there. There was a to lot of that find too.
0: It. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of that where you just didn't, you had no idea what was going on. You had to read the manual to check out the story. Yeah. So I mean, same with like the original Zelda. Like nothing there, no story. Got to read the manual to find the out and enemy save names. the princess
3: type thing. Exactly.
0: Uh, and then we did have a few comments before we wrap up. We got, um, Edwin's. Uh, Said, uh, you guys, y'all don't look 30. Uh, uh, Toy Food and Hector said, Mark, hi, I subscribed to you guys the last episode. Yo, what's up? Well, we appreciate that. Um, external hard drive gamer says, guys, I got a question. Uh, and then asked after somebody, What is your favorite platform from the 32 bit years? Uh, I mean, I'm most, most nostalgic, I guess, for 64. My. Our, Sorry, 32-bit. Yeah, 64, right? What am I missing here? I'm assuming it's like
3: NES and the SNES area if you're doing 32-bit. Yeah, what is... Wait, what is the... I don't know. Any of the original, like the first three Mario games would be platformers. That, those are 8-bit. Bit. On, the, on the SNES? SNES not an 8-bit. That's 16-bit. The 64 is 64-bit.
0: Yeah, that's why I, I that's why I was getting confused. That's uh, why oh. I was getting confused. 32-bit. I oh, don't know. I'm tired. I can't think. So I'm not, I'm not sure to answer that one. Um, one 32
3: just. I'm just going to say Mario. <laughs> really flawed. Just because as far as plat- old platformers go, that's really all I Virtual Boy. Because
0: Virtual of... Boy is 30. There we go. Virtual Boy. I never it's played 32. Virtual Boy. so It's 32-bit. So, uh, We'll roll with that one. Um, we also, it looks like last questions. Would you guys collect retro think they mean do you guys collect retro games right now you
3: more you than me
0: yeah i mean i do um i haven't been picking them up as much because I'm, I'm trying to to save up on upgrade equipment but uh i mean i still do uh mostly play use my Everdrives now for um all the retro systems i pretty much got them for almost everything that i i have uh that's not disc based so um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do. If I find a deal or something, yard sales or whatever, I definitely will. But um, yeah, any closing thoughts, Mark, on uh, episode 71?
3: Uh, not, not really.
0: Just don't forget to tip your waitress. <laughs> um, we do have our... I think it's
3: unprofound.
0: <laughs> We do have our Patreon in the um, description. Uh, that does help out a lot, and there's a lot of benefits there. Um, I just essentially relaunched that specific.